All right, now we are. Go ahead. What's going on, good people? It's your boy Smooth from the GFT Radio Podcast. I'm here with my boy Willie. Sonny will be back in a, in a second. Willie, you want to say what's up, brother? What up, though? It's your boy Willie Styles in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the dark. He'll be he'll be in the light soon. No, he coming to the light. You know what I mean? So welcome uh, tonight, December seventh, uh, Monday. Here goes Sonny. You feel yeah, me? She. Sorry. She logged out for whatever reason. Uh, my mic. <laughs> nah, babe, so, but now let me tell the people what's up, son. Hey, guys. We got a great show lined up for y'all tonight. Uh, before we jump into the show topic, we might as well do the, the little promos, the shameless promos at the very beginning of the show. So as y'all see, I don't know what Willie wearing, but you see me and Clint already wearing the uh, GFT Radio uh, merchandise. So go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT Radio cops and merch. The brand new merch on the site is the um, Black Businesses Matters sh shirts. And I believe I made hoodies too. So go there, cop that. Um, all the proceeds go to what we do here. Everything costs. So it pays for us to present our podcast to you and all the stuff. Y'all know it costs billions and billions of dollars. And I got my shirt on. I could be real petty because, you know, I can be. And then he got the all skin folk and kin folk, which is true. And I don't even know how true that is. But that's just facts on top of facts on top of big facts. But, you know. Follow me on, uh, you know. East at East Trenton Group. <laughs> yes. And if you're watching right now, you're either on YouTube Live or Stitcher, not Stitcher, Twitch. I'm always going to say uh, Stitcher, but Twitch and um, Facebook Live. So make sure y'all be jumping all up and through the comments. You know, if you want to join in, let us know. We'll tag you in to be on the video versus in the comment section because you know we show the comments on on live anyway. But if you want to jump in and be seen by some folks, put some clothes on and show up on the show up in here when we let y'all in. But um, you can um, actually follow us on our website, gftradioshow.com, or catch us on all your favorite social media sites, GFT Radio on um, GFT underscore radio on Twitter, Instagram, and at GFT Radio on Twitch.tv um, and Facebook. You can also, we just created the group, the uh, GFT Radio discussion group, so you can join the conversation. So go on Facebook, search us, our logos right there, and join into the group. Uh, what else am I forgetting? <coughs> Am I forgetting something else? Oh, catch us Mondays, of course. Mondays, 10 p.m. live here. Um, so do that. But um, we got a great show lined up for y'all tonight. We're talking about jobs during COVID, you know, um, trying to get down to the nitty-gritty about how um, the job, the, the either looking for a job and just the jobs, period, are evolving since COVID-19. Half of us are working from home. Um, half of us created businesses out of this pandemic. And started our own little business, made us get, get our little entrepreneurial on and do more um, and learn how to do different jobs to, you know, add extra income from work from home. From I know people started making masks. Um, people just started doing the different things to um, help people. People were selling a lot of the uh, stuff that we couldn't find in stores when everybody was snatching everything up. So, you know, it made people more business minded, made people learn how to do things that they um when they when they was um, patronizing other building businesses, they were able to learn themselves, like you know, cutting their hair, doing their hair, and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about how the job market has evolved and um, different changes that we seen or know of um, throughout this um, pandemic and going forward. Because you know, the world ain't going to be the same after this. So might as well uh, learn a trade, do something. It ain't the same already. Yeah. It ain't the same already. Uh, I think we uh actually like earlier in the year, a few months we, we ago. We talked about it. 
Yeah, yeah, we kind of touched on it a little bit, and uh, we did a basically quite a whole show on it. Uh, I just sent you a, uh, I just sent the group a message in the IG chat, uh, mm-hmm. in case you want to share that page. I don't um, know if I can I do that. Oh, in the group chat. In the group chat, yeah. I'm not even looking at uh, that. What are y'all trying to do? He sent the uh, thing in the group chat. I sent the link to a, a article. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I just want to I just want to hop into something real quick. Uh, so this is a report from uh, flexjobs.com. Uh, and they said, you know, basically it starts off the COVID pandemic has had a well-documented impact on the workforce. But specifically these categories have seen an increase of more than 50% in remote jobs posted since March 1st, 2020. Computer and IT, customer service, accounting and finance, project management, marketing, sales, uh, and mortgage and real estate. So since COVID has hit, those industries have seen a 50% increase yeah, my sister, she she's a real estate agent. She's been selling houses. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh me personally, you know, I do the uh and I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this on our IG in, in a couple of days once I get all my material sent to me in the mail. But uh, you know, I do uh the notary and, and oh, the movie wow. So so you know, I do a lot of uh signing agent duties to where the mortgages and I'm getting a lot of uh stuff in my emails that it's like a spike in people buying houses now and stuff like that and need their deals closed. And for me to, uh, you know, the witness, you know, do the signing agent, my signing agent duties or whatever. Right. So, so, so it's definitely been a, like Sonia said, her sister in real estate. So it's definitely has been a spike in that industry since COVID has hit. Uh, but, you know, remote, when, when, when we talked about this before, I was saying, a lot of people are going to have to learn a lot of new skills, yes. especially old, especially older people. Older people really didn't like, you know, didn't have the patience or the time for technology and learning technology. Well, you know, in order for you to still compete in the job market, in order for you to uh, earn a decent wage, you have to be more technology, technologically literate. So to speak, you know what I mean. We can't just be, can't just be sitting back now and uh, not don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't got the patience for that. Well, if you want to compete in the job market now, you feel me? You have to you have to uh, improve your technological skills. Uh, whether it be like for me, uh, as you know, Willie, I'm in school now for uh, cybersecurity. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's a uh, that basically has happened only because of COVID. Right, right. To be honest with you, you know what I mean? I really wasn't thinking about being in cybersecurity before COVID hit, but, you know, I'm sitting around and, and I'm just playing on a computer <laughs> and stuff like that. And I and I thought to my, you know, I done called you and hit, hit you up plenty of nights. Right. And, yo, how you do this, Willie, <laughs> on the phone? Because I know that's your background and, 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 and like, you the, you the uh, s- superior senior as far as we go 
with that information. You know what I mean? So I'll be getting a lot of info from you as yeah. far as so I, I I knew I wanted to get into the IT field. But I didn't know if I wanted to get into the repair, the networking, or cybersecurity. So yeah. I decided on cybersecurity. And uh so basically that's what I'm in school now, you know. Uh so I should have my degree in that within a year and a half because I have a lot of my credits, you know, I already got a lot of my credits down pat. But in the meantime, I'm gonna try to get them certs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get the hands-on knowledge, the hands-on uh thing, and that's strictly through the COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, reading the room, right. reading the room, uh, going on the internet, uh, watching the news, seeing how there's been a lot of spike in uh, you know, cyber attacks. You know what I mean? Across the world, across the country, in all different forms. You, you even hear now that there's these uh. What is it? The uh, they cyber attacking the uh, the uh, the, the, the Zoom meetings and stuff. Oh yeah, no the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, they've been. Oh, they've been, yeah. oh wow. You know, that, that's industrial. What well, basically is industrial, not industrial, but medical espionage. But it's exactly. also, you know, it's also, you know, it's so much money in it. So they they're trying to. What you got in that cup, Clint? Some Pinot Grigio. I mean, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Oh, okay. No doubt. No doubt. So, yeah. Um, so one thing you pointed out uh, uh, is the demand in jobs, right? And in IT, some of the bigger jobs that we've seen, or some of the jobs we've seen bigger demand in, uh, matter of fact, I can bring this little article up that I just uh, found. I, I didn't get the the, the text, though, uh, Clint, for the... Uh, um, I think he, he put it in the IG. Group oh, chat. IG. oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah. We got so many group chats. Y'all got to excuse us. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to talk chat. about group. We need to have a conversation about group chats on this motherfucker. Group chat <laughs> etiquette. <'cause... laughs> Listen. All right. So so this article is from Money. What's up, my kings and queens? What happened? What's going on, Dan? I said, what's up, my kings and queens? What up, though, bro? So, um... So this this article here from money from money uh, com is talking about uh, jobs that are in demand uh, or job skills that are in demand. So here we're, they were mentioning uh, a couple of IT related jobs, one being social media management. And, uh, you know, so, of course, because of the fact that a lot of companies have had to convert from either, um, you know, in person or or trying to uh, align their their businesses with people in their in their homes or 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 in an office, they now are going online and they need to be more social media savvy, right? Because a lot of people are spending a lot of time on social media. A lot of people are spending a lot of time on the internet. So social media management has blown up. So they says it, it, it has been an astounding 199% increase in, in demand in the job market since 2019. Um, they said that it's uh, probably what's causing this year's uptick in employers seeking social media management skills. And then employers want to make sure that their social media brands are on point uh, when in-person interaction with cus- uh, with customers simply isn't possible. And, you know, as mo- most of us know, a lot of us don't want to be, in, you know, uh, and interacting with a business uh, in person. So we're doing a lot of online shopping. We're doing a lot of online uh, um um, purchasing uh, uh, of services and uh, even, you know, taking advantage of, like you said, some of the uh, uh, taking advantage of some of the uh, what they call it, the 
additional features and services that people are starting to offer through their online, you know, online branding. Uh, another thing that's come up is, like you said, uh, uh, smooth is IT support. So 100, 102% increase. And a lot of that is from the fact that a lot of, a lot of companies have had to adjust and do upgrades to their systems to handle the online rush of new customers of even their cut their current customers because of the fact that they have to create new websites new web features um i mean I, I, there were so many companies i had another article and i forgot where it's at but it talked about how many companies had to like totally revamp their systems just for work at home you know what i mean so uh even the companies i i work for have worked for in the past uh, have all had to either do major or at least uh, uh supplemental infrastructure uh changes in order to allow their workforce to work from home now i've been working from home for over 10 years and the company i work for currently i was working working at an office and then they had to make that adjustment back in january and february to their systems to allow for people to work from home when the uh, pandemic shutdown happened in march so we've seen quite the influx in uh, new new employees coming in for it support for system support as well as for doing upgrades on systems to handle that kind of traffic. I know for my job, we're, you know, we, they, they had to, IT had to take on the mass uh, thing because we weren't, like some of our people work remotely, but to put that many people in like, for where I work, we, we we're unemployment and TDR, mm -hmm. two of the biggest things that's being used right now. So it was, we, it was mandatory that we all were able to, get remote i mean especially for those two and us because we're, we're hr and um it was a I, I, it was like our systems were slow so it was had to they had to figure out ways to make it where it wasn't overwhelming the system constantly because we're all working we all have core hours and you can't just tell people they can't work you got to work this certain hours a certain amount of people could be on this because we all got to do a job and our service is particularly for state state people so we always have to be our like our math thing is, is people that within the state of New Jersey. So we always have to be, we're basically customer service based. We have to be able to do our job. And so I, I think they had to do a math overhaul with ours. Um, I don't know if IT hired a lot of people. I mean, we had a couple of people, they enlisted a lot of help through different agencies to help too. But um, yeah, a lot of people had to be able to figure out how, how he's gonna get these big agencies to be able to work from home and doing the jobs that most of us do because it was that or lay people off. So that was um, a major thing. I know for us, and um, because we work with employment, we have employment services, and you are unemployment, we help people get jobs. A lot of call centers are, are hiring now for customer service reps. I know um, it's been a mess, like in their training within, but they're also training outside. And then you have to be able to have those skills to be able to take on that that high call volume because it's a lot of people calling in more than normal. So a lot of um, call call customer service jobs that got call centers are hiring. I know we we've been hiring like crazy for our two main departments because it's been you got people not working and then people that need people to, to pick up the slack because they're constantly backed up and this is why people complain because they're not getting. It's taking long to get through to people because we're so most most of these jobs are so under understaffed. They need to hire people as temps or others to just to come and help and pick up the slack. 
And and like you mentioned earlier, uh, Sonny, uh, you touched on in your intro <coughs> about entre entrepreneurship. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of people have gotten into their entrepreneurial bag, and uh, and so you know they starting to go into business for themselves. Uh, uh, you know, in in our city, I just think of multiple people starting their own clothing lines. Yeah. Uh, or they own merch. Uh, other people, you know, they do the dinners. You know, people yeah. are being people are be being created. Be people are being created. Uh, that's the uh, yeah, that's the uh, article I was talking about, and that you know they were showing uh, as Willie uh, is highlighting right there the the increase in uh twelve percent increase in remote jobs listening in August over July yeah, and then uh, I think if you scroll down some, it'll let you even know about some companies that are doing more hiring. Uh, Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, feed the company. You know, actually, matter of fact. Yeah, a lot of the um, tip agencies hire because they need people to come in for these jobs temporarily. Exactly. Yeah, as you yeah. can see, the top three companies are some of the larger uh, IT uh, uh, hiring companies. Uh, I actually so Randstad, work, wow, I actually Kelly work for uh, Robert Half um, as well as Randstad. Uh, Randstad, the crazy thing about them is they not only hire for larger companies, they also hire for smaller companies that need um, like occasional work done. I actually did like for about two years, I did like basically odd jobs for small companies from installing POS systems to doing computer repair, uh, as well as all types of uh, upgrades and things like that, system upgrades, phone upgrades. And, you know, we're talking about people who are either retired or who have um, previously been uh, uh, maybe some type of IT support, but they just, you know, need to catch up on their skills. They can go to Randstad and just sign up to just do these odd jobs and get all these different types of experience and uh, be able to uh, help these small businesses out, you know, and, and, and you know, make, make a nice quick extra dollars on, on the side as well. So, yeah, especially uh, like the delivery services, because, you know, the Uber, the Uber Eats, the, um, the, the Grubhubs and all them, they they have they're hiring because people are not like they these restaurants want to remain open especially when they do shutdowns they need to they need to hire delivery service you got restaurants who never delivered ever in life right and right. now they're delivering because they know that if they want to keep their business afloat to some extent they need to have they need to have supply and demand we can't come to you but we still want your food you don't you don't deliver but now we're gonna hire delivery people right no doubt no doubt and yeah, a lot they, of companies, restaurants and stuff doing that. Even they, 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 they delivering alcohol now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of to-go alcohol now. <laughs> they, they, they letting it go outside. <laughs> and the most obvious, the, the most obvious one, the most obvious career choice during the pandemic that's seen an increase is what? Healthcare. Healthcare, healthcare yeah. worker. So, yeah. you know, a lot of, I know there's a lot of people going into healthcare. That's one of the before... I had start having my difficulties with my health. That's one of the uh, industries I wanted to hop into. Healthcare. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a paramedic so bad. Just I, just a paramedic. I wanted to be a paramedic so bad. So, but a lot of uh, I know it's a lot of people, <clears throat> and they're projecting. Uh, I just sent another article to you, uh, bro, in, in the group chat on there. Okay. Uh, from Grows 
growth.acorns.com. And they say in expected growth by 2028, uh, 12% uh, for, for registered nurses, uh, physician assistants, 31% by 2028. Uh, anesthesists, nurse midwives, and nurse practitioners, a 26% increase. So, you know, like that's big. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a, but it's a lot of, but it's a lot of people that's, and then look at it like this from, from not, not a morbid standpoint, but you got a lot of people because of this pandemic, you got a lot of people who were working that were, that were older, probably 16 plus that were still working now home because they can't be exposed to COVID as much because they're more susceptible to catching it. That now some of them are too state. They, they you got people retiring. I know they're were from what is talked about with us. They're they're talking about starting retirement packages and people getting out earlier right. rather than coming to work and risking because of their age. And, and you know when you get to up in age, your health becomes an issue rather than be worried about having to come to work and worry about catching it, or catching COVID or whatever the case may be. They're like, listen, I'm a, I'm gonna be home and be relaxed and chilling. So now these packages are starting to come out to buy people out to um, retire early versus saving these jobs that people will be getting paid 80000 or plus and they, they can't come to work. They're just not really, they're doing That's the bare good. minimum. So let them all go and let's bring some new blood and we can pay them less. So it makes sense for the, for the employer to save money versus paying out those big salaries to now hiring new people and, and getting to pay lower. Or at this particular point, using these uh, staffing agencies to pay less for right now, not really hiring them until they get what they, the candidates they really want. But see, here's the thing, though, Sonny. You know, a lot of businesses really been doing that as, as far as uh, hiring through the staffing agencies and, and, well, front not state and New Jersey, trying to but find. For the most part, we. <laughs> yeah, the 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 thing the thing that's going on now. The, the sad part about it is, a lot of businesses are just cutting off positions. Period. Yeah, a lot of see, people we, getting furloughed yeah. or indefinitely yeah. furloughed, or just, stuff like that. Or just like certain businesses, like. You know, they're not like like the retail industry is going to take a hit because a lot of more people are shopping online. Yeah. So a lot of people who work in, 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 in the retail uh, industry, you know, who who, who 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 make money doing that, they're really not going to uh, have those jobs. Uh, you, you're talking about the movie industry. And I'm, I ain't just talking about, uh, you know, I'm talking about the, the theaters. The movie theater. Oh yeah, a lot of those jobs. You feel me? They cutting back. So a yeah, lot. Then of, you get know, the people that that's making the outside movie theaters. Exactly. So, but also, you know, a lot of them jobs was for. Uh, I was just, damn it. I was I was just uh, watching earlier. Uh, I think it was ABC, and they was doing an interview, and they was talking about uh, how teenagers or 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 young adults feel like. There's not enough uh, jobs for them anymore. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because a lot of the jobs, like I, for instance, when my brother graduated just last year, well, he graduated with your daughter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was working at the time. He had started. He had started working with at uh, Sonic, but due to COVID and everything, you feel me? His hours was being cut, and then basically they told him, "Well, we don't need you." For for a certain amount of time, so so you know he had to end up finding a whole different job. 
Yeah, my, my daughter just mm-hmm. found one too. She was working at Foot Locker. And they basically, you know, took them, they got paid for a little bit. They were able to collect unemployment. And she just got started working at FedEx. Oh, mm-hmm. see? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of job shifting um, going on. Oh, somebody saw saying okay. Now there's a lot of job shifting going on. I think a yeah. lot of that is because of the fact that you know, like you said, a lot of people are getting either laid off or they, they recognize that their uh industry is starting to downsize or their companies are downsizing and, and they're not you know, text every they're they're not that's another thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's another thing. You got a lot of people that were not tech savvy from the begin with. They were used to doing their job the way they were used to doing it, and they're up there in 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 age, and they're not tech savvy. So they figured I might as well retire because now I got to learn, figure out how to do this, and I don't have anybody there helping me in the office. I'm home. Right, right, exactly. I can't do this. This yeah. is overwhelming. I'd rather go than to try to figure this out on my own because I can't always. I'm not physically there to be able to get the help that I need. Right, that's true. That's true. But I think a lot of two people, a lot of, and then, a, lot of a lot of people, too, man, like, yeah. I, I which one of you mentioned it. You know, not having certain skills needed to go back and get trained on new skills. And yeah. you know, luckily, like you said, registered uh, or not registered nurses, but you know, medical the medical field in general is is suffering during this time, and they need more people. Which is it was it was odd because initially the shift was getting rid of certain people and bringing other people on, and now you have this 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 boom of of cases that is causing a lot of the jobs to be open again. And uh, but you know, basically, a lot of people had to you know learn. You know, to be CNAs, to be LPNs, to be registered nurses, EMTs, things like that. And so that whole industry has blown up and allowed people to shift careers. Uh, but then again, in, in Spoo's, uh case where he was talking about shifting over to IT, and, you know, I talked to several people, actually, who had decided to move into IT jobs. And you, so you're talking about people going and getting training to be, you know, IT support, to be cybersecurity, to be, you know, all types of uh, uh, different career paths in that area and being able to take advantage of this time when these companies need this additional support in those areas. Um, but I think it all just kind of points to the fact that you just have to be, you have to be cognizant of what's going on in your industry, cognizant of what's going on in other industries that you may be either familiar with or are able to move into and then make that move before things just kind of fall apart around you. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if they you know what, in um, retail, um, it doesn't. You hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Go ahead. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, got this new headset. Um, it did. Okay, the might uh the retail side of it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help that uh, like you said, the online stuff. And being competitive because my job, they're hiring not full-time positions, part-time at $10 an hour versus you go to some of these other places like Amazon or FedEx, they're hiring at $13, $14 an hour. And then you got the pandemic. They don't want to come out and be hands-on and get paid less money than you could be making, making at a factory. You know what I'm saying? So on that edge, I mean, even though we have online uh, orders at my job, but it still doesn't hurt. You know, it still doesn't help us that you got half the time we get people who apply just to apply for some reason. 
Then they find out that we're paying them at $10. They don't even come in for the interview for half the time. And some of them, some of them are really qualified on paper to do the job. Then they just fan out. You know, they just don't cut. You know, they don't cut the job. They, they're like, I'm not doing this for $10 an hour. And they, they just quit, get fired, or just they're still there just hanging on by a thread. Right, right. One, one thing I learned about getting into uh, cybersecurity, uh, I was listening to this expert speak, and you know he uh, he does hiring and and uh, but he worked for a lot of people as well, like different companies. He was saying like for IT, for example, you know some of the best qualified for the position won't get it. Because they don't have a degree, he said. So, so the point is, was like during these times and, and moving forward in the next couple of years, a lot of these companies' human resources department are going to have to adjust. You understand? Because you know, when you go apply for these jobs online and, and, and you see the the requirements, some of the best qualified people for the job, soon as it says, oh need bachelor's degree, they're not even going to apply for it. So it's like but it's some cool. jobs it's killing but it's killing the pool of is of of you know what I mean like you may have a hundred people apply for a job. Like for instance, so say if I get my bachelor's degree and and, and Willie doesn't have his, right? But see Willie is more hands-on and Willie been doing this for, you know what I mean? I'm just using this hypothetically. For 20 plus years, you feel me? So technically, he's way more qualified than I am. But when human resources see his resume and it doesn't say a bachelor's degree or any type of degree on there, they're not even going to look at him. So basically going forward, he was saying he was like IT and and all these human resources going to have to adjust to like a lot. To, to IT department because most people, a lot of people don't really have that's that super that's really, really good in it, don't have degrees in it. They may have some certs or, or or this, that, and the third, but you know what I mean? They may not have a bachelor's degree. And that's the only reason why I'm actually going to get my bachelor's degree in it is because I know it's going to open doors. Right. Yeah. That's already that's 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 going to be yeah, closed but, either so way. From- so from my for like because you know I work in HR. <laughs> from 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 our from here's how I don't know how anybody else does their hiring process, but how we do our hiring process is so we have an IT, um, a, high, a whole IT department. We'll do the initial like they'll send the applications, this and the third. I believe IT gets them. They get to um, review them as well as HR. We'll pick the certain candidates from things but with us it's either you have that degree or you have the experience because you can have the job experience without the degree so for the most part as long as you have some experience in it that's one thing and if you have that then you if if they think that you're a good candidate then it's a selection group that will give to to it to interview they, yeah but i'm talking this, about in a big scope you know what i mean see like at your job that's my higher work but like for yeah. the majority of people trying to get into cybersecurity or stuff like that, yeah, it doesn't work like that. 
you feel me? They gonna look right past experience. And that's a problem because it's, because, it's a lot, because, and that's what I, I do have a problem with because a lot of jobs don't have the the training part, so, or that or that or that um, educational part. So if you have the if you have the the not I'm sorry not the education the job experience mm -hmm. versus education the same way for my job I may apply for a job within my program area I'm doing like for like so when we hire like so like my job personally I just got a promotion then not too long ago right right before COVID happened my job right now is I'm waiting to trans trans transition over to my actual new job but for right now I'm still doing my my previous job but for me it was it was two things with me because it, you, you either had to have a certain degree or you had to have the job experience i'm doing the job currently not only am i doing the job currently that so this job is, is a mix-up of between what i am doing and what i was doing and it's like a liaison situation where i'm training the person coming in under me but i'm also i also can train the, the people that were doing the job i was so i'm kind of like a training situation i'm training both people to do two separate jobs, but also, so it's that way if, if they get phone calls, they can answer both phone calls and I'll keep them up to date as it goes forward. So I had to know both jobs. So for me coming in, they're, they're, they're going to interview me, but somebody else may come in with way more experience than I have in certain parts of my job currently in the previous job that I held. So, but it, it comes the thing of how knowledgeable are you and people, and you have people that interview well, that don't know the job. You have people that come to an interview mm -hmm. and will interview excellent. When they get to the job, they have no idea what you're, they have no mm -hmm. idea at all. Like people talk that talk, but they can't actually do the job. And it's, it's, it's that too. So you have to kind of pick and choose. And this is why I like how we do our interview questions. So the way we do our interview questions, is kind of like a, it's, it's all over the place, but at the same time, it's detailed to that job. And then you also have to have like it's like samples of how you like questions and the samples that you have to at least explain like at least have common sense of what you know this job is in telling. Oh. So it depends on how their how their jobing how 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 their hiring process is because if you're if you can you can look at it, you can look at a, a resume people make a resume make a falsified resume make that great when you get to the interview it's two interviews. It's right. one interview at the beginning, and if we like you, you go into a second interview. But the questions are detailed towards the job, so if you can't explain the job to us, or at least know stuff that you should know about the job, and and not and like the questions aren't like a surface so, question. It's it's so, an in depth question. Yes. So so the big thing is going going back to what Clint was saying. The big thing is that there are lots of different ways that everybody hires, right? Everybody has their requirements. Everybody has their rules. And, and to your point, Sonny, you know, in certain certain companies or certain uh, uh, agencies, they have their own set of rules or have their own set of, you know, methods in order to weed out and to bring in the right candidates. Um, and in the situation that Smooth was just talking about in terms of needing degrees, I'm actually in that situation right now where the company I'm working for, they only hire internally hire people who have degrees. They don't. They don't even consider you, regardless of your ex your expertise, your experience, anything. Like I literally have. And that's 30, crazy. I have, I have almost. Because you're doing it right. Uh, huh? I said. I said that's crazy because you're doing it right. Yeah, and I have thirty. I have almost thirty years of experience in IT. I have twenty years, a little over twenty years of experience in the job that I'm doing right now. But because I don't have a degree, I can't get hired at this company. That I and if my job was like that, I would. I would be working for. 
as a yeah, contractor. and if my job was like that, I wouldn't make it either because yeah, I don't I don't even have an associates. Right. So the big thing is is that it does depend on where you are, what what company you are working for, and what their requirements are. Now I can work for them for years on end as a contractor. They don't care. They'll leave me on. They'll let me do the job. You know, they have no problem with that, which is kind of weird because I probably make more than their employees. But it's it's the odd thing of it. And right? that's the crazy part. So, Some part timers make more, way more. Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing, too, is in terms of the experience and the companies that will allow that experience over degrees, it does become important. Right. And especially in IT, what you will find is that we have um, uh, people who, you know, I mean, like I'm I'm one of those type of people I've worked on 25, 30 different systems. I've done everything from uh, uh computer prepare and local support to server support, network infrastructure, full company networks, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to other people, they may only know how to fix a phone or they may only know how to uh, show you how to use a, a, a certain type of program or they may be a computer programmer that does uh, um, you know, pro makes programs. I've had people call me and say, do you know how to make an app on on, on an iPhone. I don't know how to make apps. I've, I've been in IT for 30 years. I've never made an app. I've never made a program. I don't do that. Like That's not what I do. IT is such a broad statement, such a broad category of jobs. It's not like saying, and even then, it's, it's, it's a misnomer to say, oh, you're a nurse, so you know how to do all these different things. Even that's wrong because it's such a broad thing. So work when you have the team. right experience that goes with the ter with the specific job that you're applying for, then you know people will either make a decision. Do they really want to work with you because you're an expert at that particular program or that particular system or that particular job scope? And then they make their decision from that. And like you said, like I've, I've done interviews where it all it required was me to talk a good game. I've done interviews where they literally tested me specifically on terms, the, topics, the, and exactly. features of the software that I was supposed to come support. Um, I've had a situation where I walked into a job and they gave me a test, like a literal test. <laughs> and I had to take this test in order to get the job. Uh, I mean, it's many different ways that you can be interviewed, uh, I mean, I had an interview one time where I literally went straight to the owner of the company and uh, I mean, I had a, a, a quick HR call, but my interview was like walked in the door and they were like, you need to come talk to this guy. And he was the owner of the company. And he basically just wanted to know like what, what my background was, what, you know, he looked at the resume. He was fine with the resume, but he's like, you know, I want to talk about your family background. I want to talk about the type of person you are. What kind of, what, what, what are you going to bring to our, our, uh, um, what they call it, our, not our environment, but our culture. He wanted yeah. to know from a cultural standpoint, not black culture, but you know, he wanted to know Just from that, a culture, yeah, the office culture, <laughs> but for the work culture, because sometimes what they're looking for is somebody who's going to fit in, you know, and I think that's, that's I was, what our probably, department is doing now too for our yeah. a job in our area, but they're trying to find somebody that's going to be able to fit it and pick up the slack and do the job too. Because like I said, you get people that talk the game and it's funny you should mention that because my work husband went to school for something completely different. And he works in, was, he had his degree in uh, sociology, but he no, was mine's is, is a physicist. He, he got a, he, he's like, I call him, I call him Sheldon. He's Sheldon. He's a whole physicist, right? Wow. Works for works for my job. Doesn't do 
what he went to school for. So that's something completely different. Definitely. But he is our IT. He's like God in our office. Like he knows yeah. every system. He writes programs. He writes code. All that. But he's a does he have? <laughs> but, but, but does he have a degree in that? Absolutely not. But that's what he does. Mm -hmm. Like he does it not only for our agency but other agencies. So it's like, do you but, take somebody that's? And that's why I, to, to to Clint's thing, I, I I understand it, and that's my that's my biggest gripe with a lot of with a lot of a lot of jobs and within the workforce. You want these people that are have these degrees, but that necessarily don't know anything. And when they have these degrees, they might not have the experience. So you're not going to hire them because they have a degree, but they don't have the experience because you got to train them. Or do you want somebody coming in that already knows certain systems that has the actual knowledge of the job, whether they have a degree or not? Because you, how many times you get people that go to college for all these years, get these degrees and don't have no job experience? Exactly. Yeah, and that, that the happy job that, not about that, to train them. You, yeah, you that went to, to, that went to school for six years, went to college for six years and ended up you know coming out and so you're talking about being almost 30 years old with no job experience and that's the and that's the biggest problem so like i said a lot of these jobs should like i've like i'm not necessarily looking for a job currently but a lot of these jobs when i see these jobs they like they like um experience necessary and it's like no y'all need to go back to training people yeah because they may have the degree but well, they may you know, not I have think, the experience I think it, or you I may think have it, the experience and not have the degree yeah, but I, but I think I, but I think that depends on the, the job itself, the industry that it's in or the mm -hmm. particular position that you're filling, because I mean, like in my position, in my company, rather, um, they, they, they can't they couldn't do that. They can't train you. They, they need you to come in and hit the ground running. Uh, and most yeah. of the jobs, there are certain jobs. Yes, you can come in and you don't have to have experience. You just got to be able to kind of just fiddle your way through it to, to begin with and then learn the process. Right. Uh, and, and, and it's not always. The, the 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 issue of having the experience in that particular job, but it may be the experience in that particular industry. That's all you need, and then they'll train you on what you need to do for them. So, um, but I think that a lot of times you got to also keep in mind that it's it's about you know if if it's if it's coming in and doing my job, I'm a system I'm a system engineer. Um, we have to know how to work on these systems, be it you know these common systems like Windows, Macs. Uh, uh, um, Linux systems, different stuff like that. We need to be able to have that experience already. We need to be already have that expertise already. Because if you walk in the door and you have no clue how to get to the, con the control panel on Windows, you're gonna have a problem. Because I'm gonna literally tell some tell somebody to fire you because that's and I even that's the crazy and that's you know, the crazy part. But you, like you said, you do have people who will finagle their way past the door. Because I literally had a guy, he came in and he had a great resume. He talked real great game at the interview and then he got in, you know, at the position and he, all he needed to do was be, you know, first. Now, it wasn't even first level support. It was really like second level. But basically, he needed to be able to not only help people figure out what their issue was, but also fix certain basic issues on computers. And he had no clue. He had no clue. He couldn't even help people figure out what the problem was. And we were like, how did he make it through the, the whole process? Like, how did we end up where here? You and know, and funny because, like you said, in our hiring process, we didn't understand that we needed to check people's expertise based on, not based on the resume, but based on what they could actually do. You know, can you actually tell us this, 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 and this? Can you actually sit down in front of the computer and and work through an actual issue? You know, so we made that adjustment in our hiring process, and the second guy we got was perfect. Like he was actually beyond perfect. The guy was like, 
we, we didn't we didn't test him enough to realize how great he was, you know. So it was like, you know, we 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 did, but we did it right. That's when we knew we had done it right because we got the exact person because we had a you know whole another slew of resumes. Everybody looked great, but then you know we had people come in, they were clueless on the test, or they were you know stuck on the um the the problem that we you know problem scenarios that we set up, and it weeded out tons of people, and we got the perfect candidate. And I, I wanted to touch on something that uh, Sonny had mentioned when she was talking about her work husband, about how he got a degree in, in physics, but he ended up doing something in IT. Mm -hmm. That's one thing a lot of people going to have to learn, too. Like uh, like the great Bruce Lee said, be like water, my friend. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? You're going to have to adjust. You're going to have to adjust. Uh, you're going to have to learn different skills. You mm -hmm. feel me? Uh like, like you said, one thing I learned about doing this is, and from the guy I was speaking about who was talking about the uh, HR, he was like, he also said, like you said, you got to learn Linux, Python. He said, mm -hmm. be as versatile as you can be. Exactly. Because you never know what you may run into. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And then it also looks more appealing to your employer or to like like you said you're you're a contractor so to whoever you to whoever's trying to subcontract you yeah. uh you know what i mean it looks more appealing when you're more versatile when you got a different variety of expertise in different situations so right you know you know i tell people this is this is what i've learned from my work experience before too like don't 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 get complacent yes don't 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 never get complacent. Uh, whatever you you did to get your foot in the door, don't just stop there. Once you get your foot in the door, learn to uh, like I tell my brothers. Yeah, yeah. Like I tell my brother, I said, all my brothers and, and sisters when they get a job, I don't care what the job is, learn everything. Yeah. You feel me? Learn everything. Don't just converse with your fellow uh, workers. So say if you. Like, uh, I mean, when I worked at UPS, you know, that's just a laborer unloading. Mm -hmm. I didn't just stop. I didn't just talk to the unloaders. Boom. I was over there talking to the managers. <laughs> oh, I was over there talking. <laughs> yeah. I was over there talking to the hazmat mm -hmm. guy. You know what I mean? So before I left, before I left uh, UPS, not only did I, did I have, I was talking to union reps to, to try learning how to run a union. So not only did, I get my name within the people in the union. I was able, I learned hazmat. You feel me? Another job, I, I started off, I worked for the uh, state of New Jersey. Uh, I worked for uh, the justice complex. I started off in the kitchen throwing pots. Before you, before I was done, I was the head cook. Mm. <laughs> you understand? Right. Wow. So, 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 you feel me? I started off doing pots to, to being a prep person for the cook, to running the deli. To being the head cook, wow. because I, I learned early on, it ain't where you start, and what you know when you start is what you learn when you get in there. Exactly. You feel exactly. me? Yeah. When I start, when I started working at the library, I just started as a, what they call a regular DG. So if you go in and and you need to find a book, I'm the one that just go find a book mm -hmm. for you. You know what I mean? By the time I left the library, I spoke a whole nother language. 
I was a bilingual library assistant. You understand? That's how I, you know, that was just in me. Be fluid, be versatile, learn. I got a promotion simply because my, I remember, I never forget this. Lady who ran the library, she said, the only reason why you got this promotion is because you inquired. She said, it's been people here for years. <laughs> never showed no ambition, never inquired, never tried to grow. She said, you've been here six months. Wow. And already you trying to see where you can go, see what's here and there. You already asking questions that nobody has ever asked me that's mm -hmm. been here for three to four years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I like I tell everybody, be fluid, learn everything you can. Just because you get into a job and you get a position, don't just learn that position. Don't be right. satisfied. You like was just in my conversation today. Yeah. You was... Like, and it's crazy. I was just having a conversation with a coworker. Like, I, I went from an unpaid intern on welfare to, to a full-time employee. 20, 2007, I got my internship unpaid. I call it unpaid internship, the welfare to work program, 20, 2007. Mm -hmm. 2020, <laughs> I've been in the state that long. This is, And now we're on 2021, and I, you know, that's where I'm at with it. Mm -hmm. And I told my coworker, I said to her, I said, you should never be satisfied with this is like, you know how, and this is how I've been working. This is how I told my daughter to work. Never be satisfied where you at. Like like Clint said, always be trying to get where you're going. For the first uh, year and a half, they was, I, I came in doing state freeze. When I tell you, the director herself pulled me in and was like, listen, her and the commissioner was like, listen, we're trying to get you hired. If you have to leave us from this program, we understand Make sure we have up-to-date information for you. We're going to hire you as soon as we can get off the hire. When I tell you, they, they hired me on an unemployment freeze for unemployment workers. I was hired and assigned to unemployment. I never went to unemployment. I was in HR this entire time. That's how my work ethic spoke to them because I was always willing to do whatever they asked me to do. Even, even to this day, at, as long as I've been there, I don't care if it's not my job. Tell me yes. so I don't have to keep having to transfer you to this, that, and the third. Tell me what... Give, give me the information because I'm going to tell them when they call me. I'm not transferring them across the world. People get tired of that. Right. Like, that's I'm never going to be satisfied with that's just your job. This is just, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be satisfied with this not my job. Nah. If you can't do it, like, if, you, if you're not, if you're going to be out, show me how to do your job so I can do it while you're gone. Right. right. Like, I remember my coworker, God uh, rested there, her husband passed. When she was out for almost a month and some change, her work was piling up, piling up, piling up. It was two workers that was senior to me that had been in that department longer than I had been there. I was like, can y'all show me how to do her job? I learned how to do her job. Like, I'm never satisfied with me not knowing. Show me how to do it and make it make sense for me. Because not only am I going to learn my job, I'm going to learn your job. So if you ever need to take vacation, the work's still going to get done. And you ain't got to worry about coming to no work. But at the end of the day, that looks like I'm. it's benefiting me in the long run. Because guess what? I'm getting that job experience. I don't have to keep transferring. So when you talking to me, so when you like, when you have this conversation, the first thing you're saying is, well, like even now, like the job I got now, it was, I was a shoe in. They wasn't like, they could have hired anybody, Exactly. but I, they already knew. I knew like, Street did, like you ain't got, like, I'm not like, that's how I was when I worked at Macy's. I'm, I'm not going to have to call the manager unless it's something I really can't do. Right. Right. Like, uh, I'm not going to keep bugging y'all. John, John C. Maxwell, not to cut you off with him, my bad. Okay. <clears throat> you know, he has he has many books on leadership. And uh one of one of his rules in leadership is like 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 the uh person uh, David Ruffin just said, taking initiative, but also is 
become a valuable asset. Yes. Yeah. And when and when you become exactly like, not just a an invaluable asset, it's invaluable. like yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. To where, like Sonny said, and and, and like like Willie pointed out, and his, how he's so versatile with his skill set, and like how I'm just so willing, like you know what I mean. That's one that I always said. I, I don't believe I'm really smart. Like you know, like you know, when they talk about intelligence, you are. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, when they talk about intelligence, you know, I don't know if I ever created something or ever came up with something and was like, oh, wow, but I learned fast. Mm -hmm. I think that was the gift that God gave me. You know what I mean? You could put me in, in any situation. That's how I am. I, I pick up shit really easy. And I, and I learn quick. Mm -hmm. You know what yep. I mean? That's how you got to be, though. Yeah. In this so, job market, you got to be that way. Yes. And, 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 and when you learn quick, and <clears throat> you don't have to, you know, I mean, you show me something a couple times. I don't care how complicated it is. I'm I got it. all I got to see you is, is watch you a couple times, probably fail at it once or twice, mess up once or twice. And then after that, <laughs> that's, you feel that's me? how I was. Now, I learned to job that like six that's, months. that's another thing. A lot of people are afraid to fail in this yeah. work climate. Do not be afraid to fail because you'll learn so much more from your failures. Than, than your successes in, in a lot of instances. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Fall and get right back up. Fall and get right back up. You know what I mean? Fall seven, get up eight. You know what I mean? But become. Whereas somebody being knocked me down nine times, but I get up there. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Become an invaluable asset. So for all y'all out there who's who's trying to jump into new careers or y'all in y'all, y'all think y'all stuck in a career or in a job y'all at, start thinking different. You know what I mean? Stop! Don't don't be that person at work. Like, nah, that ain't my job. I ain't right. Doing that. Don't don't be that person. Don't be that person. And that's the and that's the and, and, and that's the worst thing you could do. A lot of people don't realize that that's not my job. I'm not supposed to do yeah, that. Because they watch that. No, people learn all that shit. Mm -hmm. Learn it all. Yeah, learn so what's yeah. not your job and then some. Right. So yeah, just to kind of piggyback on what y'all been saying, you know, being versatile, being adaptable is very important in any job environment being like like they reference said taking initiative and, and and like smooth just said you know being an invaluable asset to the to your department to your manager you know goes a long way and other people will take notice and like son you were just saying you know people take also notice when you make those comments of oh it's not my job or i'm just going to do what i do and that kind of thing like I, I i've worked with a guy before that was just like you know he he felt like you know anything that went above and beyond what his job description was was too much and i'm like you know what that's not good customer service for the customer you know or for our clients or for our users or for our employees that you know are basically our co-workers you know we want to be able to make things simpler for them or easier for them or at least less stressful and i think that you know and when, when i mean i know for a fact because i've had my managers to pull me to the side and say hey we see the work that you're doing we see the extra you know above and beyond you're going for um the uh, uh uh the employees and making their jobs easier and we applaud that and we you know we really appreciate that and you know it's those things that keep either give you you know a little bit more longevity but also allows you to move around a little bit better and when you have that ability to move around it can it can save your job or it can give you the, the, the ability to move on to somewhere else. Like in my situation, I worked for a company where, I mean, I was a totally invaluable asset to them. They loved me to death. They, you know, gave me all the accolades, praise and all that. 
but they were also working me to death. And I was literally working anywhere from 10, 12, 16 hours in a day. And it was just too much. You know, it was just like, I got kids, I got grandkids, I got stuff I want to do at home. I, I don't need to be working all day, every day and not have an actual life outside of work. So I started looking for other opportunities and an opportunity dropped in my lap where it was like, they knew from my past, my past records, from my past experiences and my resume that I would be a great fit for their company. And they're like, hey, we can use a person like you. And now the situation is I work eight hours a day. I mean, I, I will put in overtime if I need to. I don't mind, you know, but it's it's for me, I would I, I would rather be able to be at home and know that my team has gotten everything else taken care of. They need me later. I'm there for them. No problem. My customers need me. I'm there for them. No problem. But knowing that I'm not required to to be, you know, stuck in a in, in a in a, uh, a shift for 12 hours, 16 hours and, you know, really only getting paid for eight, you know, that kind of thing. So it's the ability to move somewhere else. But you also have to watch the job market to be a, to be that adaptable. You have to be able to pay attention to what's going on. There's articles out here. There's analysis being done. There's, uh, 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 you know, predictions being made about what industries are taking off, what industries need help, what industries are best to get into. And especially when, um, uh, you know, especially when you have what they call people who, um, or I'm sorry, when you have situations where people know that you're, when you know that your job is is expendable and 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 you could be let go at any time because the company could either need need to cut costs or the industry may be taking a turn or a pandemic might happen and you need to be able to be adaptable to move on to some something else and that and that's important because that's what's going to save your life that's what's going to make it you know make your life a little bit easier when you know that you need it's time to move on to something else and you need to be able to still make a good living and be able to take care of your family so I think that a lot of times people, like you say, miss those opportunities where even internally to the job, to the company that they're working for, that they could be adaptable. They can learn new skills. They can take advantage of other departments that may need help. I know there's plenty of times when I put the call out like, hey, you know, I got these skills. If you need me, let me know. I'll come over and take care of this for you. If you need, you know, this job taken care of uh, while this person's out, I'll do this and I'll do that. And it's funny you say that because I know with, with this pandemic, um, like I said, our UI and our unemployment and our TDI was like getting overwhelmed. People were not working and they were short on staff. And they had people that former workers of UI and TDI that have had since long moved into other careers came back to help them because they already knew the systems. And they were willing to know the new systems just to, just to pitch in. It's not to say that yeah, that's completely out of their job currently, but they came back just to help. And right. that's the thing, being able to be able to come in, get that overtime and work in the department that you don't nearly work in currently, but you had that experience in before. And that's a benefit to you to say, say that you're versatile in that way. Even though you don't work there, you still have that experience and you can still do the job and assist when it becomes a, a troublesome load. Like, you know, right now, the, the unemployment rate is high as hell. So it's the TDI rate because people are out sick and caring for loved ones. So those departments are a little bit stretched thin. So to have, I know from, from my job, like for the, for the people that were able to switch over and do and go into those departments and, and assist, that was a benefit because their job may not be 
as uh, essential. They may be, it may, it might have been home this time at the beginning of COVID, being home and not really doing anything. And now you're able to work for UI and do a job. Right. All right, uh, Smooth, I'm going to let you go ahead and wrap us up on, on before we wrap, wrap up what you want to say, and then, then we'll let you go. Uh, like I said, uh, this was a great topic. I, I really appreciate this topic. Uh, like I said, for everybody out there uh, that's uh, in the workforce or trying to get back into the workforce, uh, mm -hmm. my, my main thing is be adaptable. Be invaluable, you know. What I mean, be versatile as possible. Uh, read the room. You understand? Uh, so, so look. You know, what I mean, you got to be able to forecast the situation and what's going on with the pandemic. You know what I mean? So yeah, you don't want to be blindsided. Don't go jump. Don't go jump in some career that's not going to be here, or that's not going to bring you any uh, stability within the next couple of years. All right. Uh, outside of that, y'all know y'all can hit me up on a, a kingstruth.com, my blog. Follow me on Twitter at eTrenton Groomy. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to be posting more on our website as well, gftradioshow.com. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more. Uh, so y'all already know, holla at me. See y'all in seven days. Peace and love. Bye, Clint. Well, All cool. right, <laughs> See you later, bro. Appreciate Respect. you. Appreciate All right. But I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like this pandemic, and I said that on our previous show, right, when we were at the early stages of this pandemic, this pandemic is making people become more self-sufficient, whether it's learning how to cut your own hair, learning mm -hmm. how to cook for a lot of people, learning how to be um, versatile in what they know. Right. And um, like to Shin Lo just said, I was 30-something when I found out that I that um, it was different nursing type of jobs, IT jobs. And I think more people knew the opportunities. They just, um, and like I said, you just have to kind of see what works for you. And like right. um, Clint chose to do is to learn and be educated during this time. This is a great time to take time, study for your real estate license. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my, those, actually, need, actually, my daughter and, and, my, and one of my little sisters, they, they both got their real estate licenses right now. I think my sister is trying to get my daughter, because my daughter expressed interest. My sister is trying to get my daughter in the next class to be able to do that. Like, that's, you know, something that she could learn while she's, you know, in college, but also something she could take time to learn as well and be able to get in that, those apartments and stuff. And not even that. They got any, they, they uh, what is it called? My, my one of my friends just got... Uh, what is she? Now, as, I, I want to say it's like a certifying officer for our job. It'll be a certifying officer. But she's like a signing, a signing person. Oh, okay. she does the signings. She gets branch of. She's like a contractor herself. She goes to sign like documentation for like you know a real estate different, mostly real estate stuff. It's like a signing off. I forget what it's. I forget the ex term is. She's gonna kill me because she told me for the billion times it's just not in my head right now. Um, probably because I've been drinking and that's twelve percent <laughs> alcohol that I've been drinking. Was so. she a recruiter? No, she's like a, a signer. Like she goes, she does signings for. Um, I don't know what that means, but okay. Don't oh worry, goodness. don't worry about you it. Don't me... worry about it. Um, but, yeah, but it's something like that where she goes. Go and... Clint's point. I want to go back to Clint's point about about knowing what is out there and what and, and what's available. And like I said, there's plenty of articles out there. This one from Grow uh, uh, at grow.acorns.com is about where you can go back to work once the coronavirus pandemic is over. 
Um, I mean, we, we, we know that a lot of jobs are, are blowing up and getting bigger because of the pandemic. But once this is all over, where, where are you going to work? There's projections for that. Uh, right now, they're saying one of the biggest industries that are definitely going to see a growth is going to be in uh, food services. So, you know, it, anything from bars to restaurants to eateries, those, you know, places are definitely going to blow back up, especially because people want to get out. People are tired of eating at home. People are tired of of, of not being able to eat at their favorite restaurants and, and shops and, and, and bars. They, they want to be in the bars or in the restaurants specifically to do those things versus having to go pick it up and take it home. They want the service, right? They want to be able to have somebody take care of them and, and get them what they need. So food service is definitely going to be a huge uh, uh, gain, regain after the pandemic is over. Um, retail, for sure. <laughs> I mean, retail really hasn't gone down. Um, in-store retail has, but but um, you're right, yeah. Uh, you said not even not even in store retail hasn't even gone down. Dude, I get more. We've I've we've gotten more customer service because of the curbside pickups, the online orders, and I get more uh, furniture going out because people want to fix up their homes upstairs, downstairs. I don't know about you, um, Sonny, but here in Michigan, people fix up their basements and make it a second living room. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think it's a Michigan thing. Uh, oh, I, don't have a, I don't have a, um, a basement, thank God, because I'm scared of cobwebs and, and bugs and stuff like that. But I do have a, a room up in my third floor that's across my daughter's room. It's big as hell. It has nothing in it. It's just unproductive as fuck. So that may be there a second go. living room or, cave. <laughs> or, or that might be my woman cave. But I found out what it is. She, she's a loan signing agent. She's a loan. She signs the loans. Oh, she's a closing agent. No, loan. Like for, for the actual loan. Yeah, that's called a closing agent. Oh, well, whatever. That's what she is. <laughs> and what she called, she said a loan signing. I said a loan signing agent. She didn't say closing. In a mortgage company. And I, si I signed with people. I, yeah. I helped them through the whole paperwork process. And we were oh, signing Oh, she said off. loan signing agent. So I'm saying what she said. Oh, oh. Okay. I don't know what it's called in Detroit, but that's what it's called here. Okay. Yeah. She just got. Yeah, for most mortgage companies, they call it a closing agent. Title companies call it closing agent. They. Yeah, they but that's do the what she does. Yeah. And I believe she's also like a Clint, a notary, and she also does taxes too. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. See, I, I, I had to be a notary. I had to right. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I'm, I'm yeah, definitely familiar what, with that. What yeah. they do, what they do here in Michigan is they fix up their basement, they tile it up, they. They do whatever they got to do to make it look nice, nicer than a, they don't yeah, look like no a cobwebs, no bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they put tile on it. They do drywall. They do whatever they got to yeah. do. To the yeah. Then they um get new. Well, we have those. We have those in Jersey. Huh? I'm just, I just, I just painted my son's room. I'm actually in the process of uh decorating his room. Oh. Yeah, but so we're in the after show, Clint. Uh, uh, Willie, you got to do the after show thing. Oh, oh yeah, so we's in the after show. It's, it's a so we so can we switch up the tempo? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Oh, I didn't know that you were. I, I knew you were a notary, but I didn't know you were signing agent, but that's what my friend just became. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, sign, yeah the notaries notaries are by default signing agents hey, they're basically they're, they're they're basically helping that process hey, move David. along 
And um, so but when you deal with mortgages and stuff and you do, you know, those signings, that's that's why I, I call it a closing agent, because at that point you be, you start doing closing. I think I'm about to do. So what I do for my sister. Um, hey, Joy, how you doing? Yeah, I saw I said hey to Joy, too. I think hey, what Joy, I'm going to do for my sister right now would see. And that's the thing. I think I'm going to be a notary because if, because I work for the state of New Jersey, I can notarize within my state, my, my job and I, I get paid at a higher rate. Mm hmm. Cause we're, you know, we work for the state and we're listed in our building as notary, so people can come to us within the building to yeah. get notarized. So I think I'm going to do that. Do um, not necessarily become a sign agent, but I think I'm going to do a notary. But for mm -hmm. my sister, like, so with her real estate career and stuff like that, whatever, she's not, she's she's computer savvy. She is, but like when she had to learn different, um, um, when she had to learn different pro programming software, I I caught onto it very quickly. So like I assist her with some of some of the stuff. I think some of the stuff, most of the stuff she got down now, but when she's too busy, I always like I always pitch in to help. So mm -hmm. I was thinking about starting my little secretarial business to my friends. I got one friend that does hair and does a bunch of different things. It always keeps like a calendar, stuff like that. And so I've kind of told her I could be her scheduler <laughs> right. and, you know, get the little book together and schedule her clients and let her know who she got when, and, you know, make her prepare. So she had to write it down. I got it for her, you know, and then. For my sister, once she, because she has to, um, her real estate agency holds her license for three years. She has to be, you know, doing real estate on her own, which she has been doing full time. And then she can get her license and start up her own agency. Oh, so once she yeah. does that, mm -hmm. secretary HR. Because <laughs> <laughs> I already work, in, I already work right. in HR. I know the ins and outs of that, you know, pretty much. So. Exactly. She's our best friend keeps the paperwork. So I got to, so my, my third floor, my big room that has nothing, it may be a bunch of file cabinets of documentation for, for the people that I'm being the secretarial services for, right? And, you know, being, the uh, you know, sending, sending out the, the letters to, you know, when they do like the, uh, the letters for when you, when you do the offers and stuff like that, I'll oh, be doing that. So that way she cannot worry about that. Right. I can get those done for her, send them out to people do, you know, the, you know, the, um, DocuSign, send them out. To everybody, mm -hmm. make sure you sign them back and then give it to her when it's done. Package her folders up, you know, when she do her little showings, have all her paperwork already ready for her and ready to go. So yep. that is pretty much what I'll be doing for her once she gets settled. That's, that'll be my job. I'll be an unpaid person until she can make money so I can start getting paid <laughs> but, um, and I actually get on the payroll. But that's the but that's the ideal of you know getting that. And then my daughter, she's going to show her how to do the real estate thing. So mm -hmm. that's the real estate under her. A real estate agent under her, and if my niece right. wants to tag in, that's that's something she can do as well. It's like so, kind of so, make it a family business. So, so you said you want to switch things up. So, what's 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 our after show topic tonight? We haven't done our an after, after show topic show. in a long time. So, I I I want to um, we had this conversation on on the actual discussion group. Okay. And I actually want to discuss two things. So, the first thing I want to discuss is. Do we hold? I, I know Willie got into this comic conversation yesterday, but do we hold our friends accountable, or are we obligated to hold our friends accountable? You know when you're, because you know how when people are friends, everybody's not perfect. People do fucked up shit. People do things that are not right. You got to call them on their shit. Like hey, hey, right. same what you're supposed to be doing. Like we we know better than this. Blah blah blah. Like do we hold our friends accountable? Um, and to Willie's point, do are we do we feel obligated to hold our friends accountable, or should they be accountable for themselves? Right, right. Go ahead, Dane. Uh, yeah, a couple of months ago, uh, my boy Willie 
actually called me out. He called me up on the phone like, you good? You good? Because a situation popped up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we talked it out. Like, he, he let me know what was on point, what was on game, what was well, I was doing, what I was doing wrong or it didn't seem right. I'm like, I appreciated it. Like, if you tell me the truth, like, hey, it don't, it don't look right. Yeah, it sucks that my, your boy got to talk to you like this, but you got to be man enough or woman enough to take take the hit because right. you, yeah. you don't want screwing up or mm-hmm. or presume or perceive that you're screwing up. It might be something totally different or just miscommunication, but just own up to it. Be like, yeah, I got to change that. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. And, and, and that's, a, and that's the big thing that I was bringing up in the group chat was, uh, and, sh- and shout out to Sonny for starting our GFT radio show group chat. Uh, I think, is it linked to our GFT radio show page? I, think it's I don't know it. how to do that yet, but okay, I have, I'll, I'll um, make sure it gets linked over to there. But um, basically uh, when I saw the, the topic, you know, I what I thought about was situations like that where I've come to my friends and say, hey, I'm noticing this issue or this problem that I'm seeing either creeping up or that, that is a full problem. And I <laughs> feel like there needs up. to be a change. And I think that, um, you know, you need to do X, Y, Z, right? And if I feel like that person is going to be accepting of that information or that criticism or that advice, that's another thing about it. accepting it. Yeah. Um, and who would Joy say yes to the fullest extent of the law of joy and the morals and common sense? And, and and the thing is, is that and and for me, it's not even about my my morals or common sense per se. I mean, I, I, in part, most of it is, but but some of it isn't even just that. It. Sometimes it just may be just common sense stuff that I'm like, hey, you know, I think this is blah blah blah. This is what I think you should be doing. And it may not even be what I'm doing, but it may, you know, do as I say, not as I do anyway. But, um, <laughs> but my thing too is That's that I also, I also know how to recognize in my friends, which ones are going to accept the criticism or the, or the advice or the change that I'm proposing and, and who's not, you know, and I'm not in, like I said, in the, in the group, in the group uh, uh, comments, it's like, I'm not about to break my back and break my, and, and, and kill myself trying to chase after you. We all adults. You know, exactly. I'm 44 years old. Most of my friends are anywhere from 35 or 30 or 25. <laughs> most of my friends are anywhere from 25. No, I got most of my my friend friend. Most of my friends are you know in general are, are 30 and up. In general, mm-hmm. by thir- by the time you're 30, you should have either some common sense or know how to find some. So if I'm going to come to you, I'm expecting you to either accept it and do something about it or not accept it and move on. I'm not about to chase you on either either side, but if if but if I see you making an effort I'm 25 and, too, Joy. Sorry, so most of my friends are 25 <laughs> and up. So <laughs> so if if but if my thing is if my um friends are trying to to make a change or trying to accept that that advice and do something, then I might continue to hold them accountable. You know, um, I mean, even even the conversation me and Dame just had the other day, it kind of touched on that a little bit, and we kind of both went back and forth. It didn't, we didn't go back to that old com- conversation, but what I was recognizing was like, okay, he's got some things on his mind, and I can see that he took that serious that advice that I gave him before, and so it's like now I'm like, okay, now I gotta now I gotta check up on him, you know? I got another friend. He's, he was having issues with his life situation, and then he started making changes in his life, and his his whole life has been turned around. 
And now he's got this new job, this new woman in his life. Everything is changing. So I, I, I sent him a message the other day. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he was like, oh, nothing. What's up? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, nothing. I just want to check on you. I want to make sure that the things that we've talked about, the plans that we've discussed, that you're moving forward on them. And what can I do to help you move forward on them if you're having difficulties or, or struggles? Because the, more, the one thing I never want, my, want to see my friends do, and Joy can vouch for this, my friends, I don't want to see them fail. I want to see them do big things. I want to see them um, make great things out of themselves. They can't make as much money as me, but then I know I'm just joking, but, <laughs> but <laughs> that's an inside joke, me and Joy guy. But the... um. But the big thing is I want them to still be successful. I want them to have all the success. And I I generally only hang around successful people anyway. Not that they are successful in every anything that they do, we all fail. We I failed, they failed, but we get back up and we keep it moving. And I always want to see improvement or I want to see <laughs> yes, father, that that was our other one. And and we always want to see success and, and I'm quick to be like, look, you can be better than yourself or you can be better than what you are. And that's something I teach my kids, too. I'm always telling my kids, be better than what you are. It's not about being better than the next person next to you. It's not about being better than me. I, I don't I'm not going to expect everything that I've done in my life for you to do the same thing. I'm not. I, you know, I tell my kids all the time. I, I When I grew up, my father was extremely strict. I, I left the house at 16. I had a business at 17. I was graduating from school and moving, you know, moving cross country or cross state rather on my own. I was doing my own thing. I don't expect my kids to be able to do that. I'm not, I, I would love them, love for them to do it. And I got a couple that could, but I'm not expecting that. What I'm expecting them to do is take what you have, be the person that you are and improve that. Be yeah. that person plus one. Don't don't worry about who's on the sides of you, because if you try to compete with other people, you're going to lose focus on what you're trying to gain. You're going to lose focus on your own goals. So I need you to focus on what what are my expectations for myself? What goals do I have in the future? Make a plan and actually execute, because if you don't execute on your plans, they're just dreams at that point. You need you need action to make a goal work. So. You know, that's my biggest thing is 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 I'm I'm only gonna hold people accountable that wanna be hold held accountable. I'm only gonna save help save somebody who wanna save themselves. Um there's a, a meme going around right well, I just noticed what she said. I'm not rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's but, funny um, that you say that because I have friends that won't like oh, I have conversations. One last quick quick one, one little quick point. Go ahead. One one this meme going around is got it's like Chris Rock saying this this thing. Basically, he said, uh, one thing I noticed is that I've had my car break down a, a lot of times. And every time I've had my car break down and I was waiting on somebody to come help me, people just drive right by, drive right by, drive right by. He was like, What I noticed is the times I started pushing my car, I had plenty of people pull up, get out of their car, help me push, use their car to push my car. He was like, People help. Those who, Those who help themselves. Exactly. Right, and this, and, and that's to my point. I just had a conversation with uh, a dear friend of mine that's also a co-worker. Mm-hmm. I just had a conversation with her. Um, and like, it was a real honest conversation. And I just said to her, like, I understand where you're at. I understand why you feel the way you feel. But I also need you to see the other side of this coin. 
look at it from like in a, you have to look at it from a different perspective right and if you're not communicating this what you what you're going through all they see is this mm-hmm. negative and as much as you got this going on you ain't said nothing and you saying that that nobody's talking to you you have to be the one to talk everybody's willing to help save you you have to save yourself and here's what like from the outside looking in as not being your friend this is how it looks right right no doubt. and i need you to see like take it and i get it a hundred percent how you feel i get why you feel the way you feel i get all of that but take all that out of it and look at it from their perspective what do you think this how do, how you how do you think they're supposed to respond you have to like because everybody's here to help you you have to help yourself and that's one of the things you can want to help somebody till they're blue in the face if they're not mm-hmm. willing to help themselves that's a big thing like me I'm I'm, I'm 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 with you i'm with chris rock's whole thing i'm not going to help you if you ain't helping yourself especially because you, not, if if you don't care yeah because if you don't care why the fuck am I stressing myself out to care about something you don't give a fuck about? Because I'm yeah. passionate. If I care about you, I am worried about you. And my me coming at you and having conversations with you is because I want you to be okay. If you don't give a fuck about you, I can't give a fuck about you. Hmm. And I had to do that with a friend, a former friend. Like I told her, I can't keep stressing myself out every day worried about you and you don't give a fuck about yourself. I got to back off. Because yeah. people, you 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 get you get to this, especially when you somebody that you really love, you get so emotionally invested that you get to the point where you're stressed and worried, and they just act like they don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. So that was, that was <laughs> just, so that was the point I was making to the two people who made comments and that the, they felt that they had to. And I yeah. mean, even to Joy's point, when she says. If your if your friend is not challenging you, they're not your friend. And one of them, and that's one. And it's a lot of people like that, Joy. Though, huh? it's a lot of people like that that don't that that. And that's why I always say this, and people get mad when you say this, and I say this because I say it and I mean this shit. I don't want no yes friends. If I'm wrong, call me on my shit. Right. This is why, like, I got a couple friends in particular, Clint being one of them, and my friend Kiana. She was on the show a while ago. Not to say my other friends don't do this, but dumb two are like no holes bar with real raw and uncut. This is this is what it is. Like they tell me stop fucking being stupid. Like don't get fucking about my feelings. Like two, they do, they do. But I need to hear that the way that they're going to deliver it to me. And that's why, and that's why I talk to them about life situations because I'm not hearing that. Oh, it's rosy, and not that my my other friends y'all there for that, right? Right. It's not that I respect y'all any less. It's not that I respect y'all any less. But at the same time, I know that they're going to give me the raw, unfiltered, uncut, fuck my feelings. I may cry by the end of this phone call in the middle of this shit, but I'm going to get it. And even though y'all been That's saying joy. this to me. Joy does Everybody, though. She's, she's. <laughs> no, she no, but. You know, tough love no, but that's, it's good for people to be like that. And like my friends, some of my friends know that they got to protect my feelings. And it's not to say that they're not good friends, but I need those friends that's going to be. And, but like even my even my rope my my all my other friends they call me out but not to that they 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 are more they they put it in the bow and give it to me in a gift like hey <laughs> feel nice and soft here here's a drink let me tell you about yourself because you're drunk and you don't care uh Clint and Keanu give it to me while I'm sober don't care about my feelings and none of that shit 
Ain't no here tighten the load before we give it to you. Yeah, you need somebody who can who can give you and they know you. That's a thing. And that's the thing. Like you know that I'm gonna accept it. Yeah, they can recognize. Well, no, what it is, they can recognize even when you're going in the wrong wrong direction or taking the wrong path. Don't even need to know what's going on. They just know this isn't either like you or that you're not. This isn't for you or this doesn't benefit you. you yeah, know? and then and, even my friend, like, and that's a lot. Like my friends, like my my best friend, uh, bless her heart. She does it in the most nicest way possible. Her her point is taken. A hundred percent. How she does it is is amazing, <laughs> but. She does it in this, like, come here, give me a hug. Let me tell you about yourself real quick. Like, I'm going to hug you while I'm telling you about yourself type thing. Whereas you have my friend, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot to, I'm remiss to admit Kenya. Kenya's that way too. Her, Kiana, and Clint got that unfiltered, uncut, bitch, I'm going to tell you about yourself type of thing. And we need those friends. We, I think sometimes we need those friends to hold accountable because, you know, we know it. We know we know. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to hear it. Exactly. Exactly. And we don't want to accept it. Like we know it. We know it a hundred percent. And maybe we're ready to accept it, but we just don't want to do it right now. We can't make ourselves accept it. So we need other people to make us accept it. And that's why you need those friends. So that's why I say it depends on the thing and it also depends on the type of friendship you have. Exactly. And if you haven't been a yes friend this entire time, you have been a real friend, we're gonna accept that shit. We don't like and that's why I appreciate my real friends versus my yes friends. <laughs> so my yes friends are tell me that I ain't did nothing wrong and fuck that person and yeah la, 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 la. and knowing I'm wrong as mother they, they don't care if I'm right or wrong they just rolling with me and they don't care. No, I want those friends that's gonna tell me about. Me. I want that because I want to be that same with you. And if we can't be that, we can't be friends because I'm not about to be that yes friend for you. I'm gonna tell you, yo, yo, yeah, don't yep. do it. Like my one friend was telling me some shit and I'm like, oh, don't don't do that. She's like, nah, because I did. I'm like, nah, don't. Don't do that. Like, I know how you feel. I get it. But don't. That's not the wave. Let me tell you why. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I let her vent. And I told her that that's not that's not what she. Her thing was to punch everybody in the face and be done with it. And I don't care if I go to jail. And I'm like, nah, I need you not. First of all, I love you. I don't want you to go to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> Second of all, I understand. Because I want to punch a couple bitches in the face. Like, we had a conversation with my sister. We had a conversation the other day. Like, if we could just bust a motherfucker side of head with, with, a, with a Louis Vuitton that I got in my house. And suffer no consequences. Who are we bust in the head or bust in the body parts? Like what body parts would we hit them in to make them suffer? And <laughs> we listen who we who we would do it to and why we would do it to them and what we would hit if we could chest. get away with it. You go for the chest because it hurts to breathe. No, I'm going for no. First of all, for one person, I'm I'm going for their toes because I'm just gonna fuck up their whole life. Like you can't walk if I if I bust you in both your feet with my Louisville sucker with a hard enough like I'm swinging like a baseball bat a hundred miles per hour. Just, I'm trying to fuck up your toes, bitch. I'm hitting a bitch in kneecaps so you can't walk no more. But, like, uh-huh, I ain't got uh-huh. you know, one but person I would probably crack upside the head. But Sonny, you have to think about it wisely. I think one girl I would bust in her, um, I would bust in her. I told one one person I would definitely crack her in the back in her whole entire mouth. She can't talk no more. Dang. That's what I'm gonna people, do it, but I'm just saying. Sonny, but people people don't have to walk everywhere, but you do have to breathe. <laughs> well, you can't breathe if you can't move your feet. Yeah, but they breathe in more than they walk. So, right. well, if, if I bust my face, they can't talk. Yeah, yeah, but if you bust in a you know chest cavity and they it's going to their lungs. They might breathe. have an asthma attack. I don't got time for them to die on my watch. <laughs> no, no, I no. Just, I, just, I just break. I just knock a bitch whole teeth out. They got gumby all the rest. They like. I'm, I'm, I'm. Was there another question you said you was going to ask us from the group? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. Good switch up. <laughs> okay. So the next I got, question. I gotta rein this back in. <laughs> I'm about sorry. Yeah, you gotta reel it in. 
The next question was, what was the question? Oh my God, now I can't remember. Oh, um, no, that wasn't it. That was a topic for another week. The topic. Oh, you're talking about that other time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that one. Okay, but the next question, I think it was going to, oh, the perfect date. Oh, the perfect date. Yeah. Yeah. That's a light topic. That, 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 that conversation went a little different than I expected because people started talking about, I mean, the vibes and the feelings and the engagement and the interactions. And I think a lot of that was being said too because we're in the pandemic and most of us aren't going out on dates in in you know in real in I real life. You know. I went out on a date during the pandemic and I had an absolutely amazing time. And I'm a person of like, and that's why the, when the girl posted and I commented, I said, here's my thing. Um, you know, everybody's attached to their phone. I I have a pet peeve. And I'm like this. If you're ever around me, you know how I, you, you'll see how I am. Like, Willie, you haven't been around me. We we talk, you know, face, Facebook and stuff like that. We talk through mm-hmm. our conversations through podcasts or that, whatever. But if you're actually in my presence or if I'm going to a social event, big thing, I'm not sitting on my phone the whole time. I don't sit there and live stream the event. <laughs> I'm in the moment of the event. Like, I don't, right. like, if you ever see me go out, which I mean, you guys seen pictures of me going out, I'm going out, but I'm in their pictures. I'm not, like, I had probably like three pictures of my own on my phone, but the most pictures I'm in, I'm in pictures with everybody else because everybody's always on their phone. Um, right. When I'm out, I'm in, thoroughly enjoying myself. I'm not sitting here with, with the phone. It's like that. So, like, I equate the date to the same thing. Like I went on this date with this guy that I met on a on a dating app, no less. Um, surprisingly, because you know dating apps are a little sketchy. Yeah. This is a while back. This is pre all the nonsense I went through. I tried to let go of a situation and, and met someone. Seemed cool. We finally linked up, and um, he came out here first. He's from New York. He came out here. We went to a local spot. Um, not a local spot, but in the area. Had a very nice time. My thing I check for today is if you're gonna be on your phone the whole entire time. Yeah, he took a lot of pictures of us together, but like he wasn't sitting there like this. The <laughs> right, this, right. On his phone the whole night, texting and stupid shit like that. Um we actually had a nice engaging conversation. Not that, and the one thing I stress about, because I know a lot of females worry about how much a guy spend on them. I'm more of a I'm not gonna make you spend more than what I'm willing to pay myself. That's okay. how I am. Um, we both had um, separate, we went out a little, we went out earlier, but we both had had eaten meals before okay. we went out on a date. So we just got appetizers and drinks. So we were like, bro, we shared the appetizers and we, we had a couple of drinks and stuff. And it was a very nice conversation. Um, eye contact, um, making me feel like I was the only person in the room was a big deal because, you know, it's bitches all around, everybody out getting, you know, pandemic time. We finally get to go outside, stores yeah. opening up, restaurants opening up. People going outside with just anything on because we happy to be the fuck outside. Like, oh, shit, let me go put something cute on because I ain't been outside for forever type right. of situation. But it wasn't like he was, like, in everybody else's face. He was con- totally engaged in the conversation. It wasn't the uh-huh, yeah, it was actual conversation. And if anybody well, knows, I know, know Joy always talks about that too, and having actual conversations. Yeah, and, and if anybody knows me, y'all know I talk on this podcast. So for me to, I talk regular when I'm not on the podcast. So for me to have conversations with somebody, just have a conversation about just anything. Right. That was a big deal. And then I'm a big person of manner, manners. So opening the door, pulling out, make sure you know I'm seated first and I'm sit, situated first. Uh, a big thing is walking down, walking. 
we we uh, went out to dinner. We went to like a park and hung out and watched the stars. It was nighttime, you know, sat up and watched the stars and had a conversation out there. But even that, getting out the car and walking down the street to to go to the up the up the stairs to go up to the thing to watch we like near a lake. So that type of thing. But even that, walking me on the inside, not on the outside, like I was for sale. Um, stuff like that. <laughs> he said how I was for sale. No, that? because you know, I grew up, I grew up with it with a thing like you know how the girl walks no, on no, the inside. No, no, I've never heard the term okay. Like so I was like, for sale so like so back in the day. Use this for protection. So, we call so it hold on, no, no, no. No. So back mm -hmm. in the day, if a guy walked with a female down the street and she was on the outside, that was the unequivocal way of saying that she was for sale. Wow. Like that's that's back when prostitution was a big thing. And without really saying it, if she on the outside, she's for sale. Right. <laughs> or and it was protection. My 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 mother was the only person I grew up knowing that it was protection. Like you go on the inside because the big car hit me like exactly. that. But yeah. but with men, it was you know, used for sale or you know, whatever. I don't know where I, I don't know where I'm gonna ever use that one, but I, I gotta keep that one in mind. I'm gonna use yeah, it. Keep, one keep that in mind. I'm gonna use that, that tomorrow of, somewhere. Is that what you does your, does your wife try to walk on the outside, Dame? You know what? Jasmine is not used did. to. Jasmine is not used to. Uh, now, before me and her Joy. got together, uh, a gentleman opening yeah. doors for her and doing stuff like that. So I'm still training her. I hate that word. I'm still trying to teach her, like, don't touch that door. Right. I'm really yeah. upset if you try to open that door. <laughs> and that's and funny because I, like, I do I do stuff like that. Like I do it. To see what you're gonna do, like so. I did, like I did the walking on the street. He was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Exactly. He's Jamaican, so yeah, it was exactly. funny. He was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "What?" He like, "Get over there," and I'm like, "Okay." You know, yeah, my, 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 my fiance's been that way too, where I'll have to be like, "I'm, you know, I go, I go to get the door, and she's looking at me crazy, like, what you doing?'" And I'm like, oh, I, I got it, you know, yeah. I'm here now, you know, which is hard because I'm only, you know, around her like." Three or four times out the year, but you know, still, I'm like, if I'm here, then you know, I'm taking this trash out. I'm doing this. I'm doing yeah. that. You know, that kind of thing. You know. Yeah, but like, I do. The, I do like the stuff to see where they at with it. Like, even I did. Um, so he cracked. I cracked up because I, you know, what I did it. So we, you know, he opened the car door, let me get in, make sure I was tucked in. You know, help me put my seatbelt on. I think he was being extra about helping me put my seatbelt on. Yeah, he helped me put the seatbelt on too. <laughs> yeah, but last time I tried that, he was kind, I, no, I, he was lining me up. He was lining me up for a kiss. It was lining me up for a kiss. Well, yeah, so yeah, I got felt, my lip busted though, cause she, she, she went the wrong way and hit me in the lip with her head. That was terrible. <laughs> no, but he lined me up for a kiss, so he put my seatbelt on and you know got the little sneak kiss at the end of the night. Then he walked around the car, so I did the whole uh, what's the name? What's the what's the, uh, um, the oh, open the door for him. <laughs> you know, did the whole Bronx Tale thing. He was like, "What?" I said, "I said you don't know collusion, though." He like, "Well, I'm like, no, no, because you're Jamaican, you don't know. Come on, let me just get you in here." <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It's <laughs> so like that, whatever. But like, it was like little stuff that I was testing him to see what he was gonna do, and I like not like really a test, test, but like just to, just well, to see guess. where he was at with it. Because on top of that, he was a couple years younger than me, so you know, you don't know. They don't man, I know mm -hmm. me better. Yeah, yeah, but for true. him to be his age, he wasn't that younger than me, but a couple years. Cougar. I am cougar. I'm, I'm. I'm also official. My 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 daughter's a keen a keen person. They're the cougars. So I walk down cougar roll and everything. So I'm in cougar land. Nah, but he was he was cool and like and like I had been on dates before and like you know you feel like this they're not really paying attention to you. They don't really give a fuck. They're trying to fuck at the end of the night. It wasn't that vibe. Like and that's the biggest thing for me. It's a perfect date when it don't feel like. The whole goal is to try to fuck you by the end of the night. Right. Like, even if that is your goal, if you don't make me feel, feel that way, 
Yeah. Like, feel like, yo, you're just trying to fuck. Like, yeah. okay. So then this nigga wasted his money. Like, all that stuff. <laughs> this is not about to happen. Shit like that. But, like, that to me is a perfect date. Um, And the chemistry and the vibe is, is everything. The no pressure date. Exactly, yeah. Joy. Organic dates. Yeah, the, the no And I'm a person date. that I went on a date with a guy and we didn't even go anywhere. Like we went to, so our area has like this uh, ballpark, but it has like a park overview and it has like this walk that you can walk near the water. So it's like when you walk across, like you can take like people walk there, people jog there, whatever, but it's near the water. And I'm a person, I love the water. The water is common to me. So we was on some random shit in the middle of the night, like let's go do something. And we took a walk in the park in the middle of the night and just had a conversation. To me, that was a, a another good date. It wasn't that he spent money on me. It's that we sat there and had a and had a very nice walk through the water, which is beautiful and night stars and all that stupid shit. And we actually had a really good conversation. And at the end of the day, I didn't feel like I had to help. I I, I didn't feel like I had to part my legs for him to say, "Oh, that was a really great date." So. Right. Right. Exactly. I want. I want to. I want to say something. It really irritates me when I'm. On the outside, walking with Jasmine, and the street changes where, you know, yeah. every time you get across the street, you're like, what side? I don't know what side to be on. Just no, oh, no, you know what's funny too? Oh, no, see the way the way I the way I fix that. I mean, you just got you got to be conscious, right? But the way I just fix that, I just grab her hand, take her and by move the way, to the side, move her over, and just yeah. bring her back, and just yeah. move her over, and then no, I throw her around, and then I dip her. You know, <laughs> you, do, bro, Man, you know what's funny do. though. For 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 my son to only be seven, I, he when I walk with him down the street, he's trying to get me on the inside. Oh really? And I'm like, no, Zay. Like, at, like every time I'm like, we go to the store. Like the store is like literally down the street, and I'm walking him, hey, and he's like, boy, you might as well let him do his thing. No, but he has to hold my hand. Somebody asked me to like, is he how old is he? I'm like, he's seven. Like, when he gonna be eight in February? He tall as shit. My my his teacher called him dad. That he my son's tall. Mm -hmm. So and he only seven. His dad is like six, 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 nine or some shit. This little boy's gonna be tall. Mm -hmm. I ain't nothing I could do about it. My family right. tall, except for me. I lost that battle, whatever. <laughs> but um he he when we walk, he's like, mm -hmm. he like, no, no, no. And he pushes me and he's like getting on the outside. I'm like, no, you. You're small, right. you're like, like you're kid. still, yeah. like you're still, like first of all, you're my kid. You have to be on the inside. I have to protect you. Right. And, and it it's like a battle between us down the street, so I can get him. Like now, I recently got him to where he's not battling me down the street, so we can get to the store because it's like a battle. Like no, no, you're just, here. Just, just lose that battle, Sonny. Just let him win. No, because he's seven. I can't. No. <laughs> but I just put, I just put Jasmine on my shoulders now. You know, um, what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Is that Lakila or I'm I'm going to pronounce? I'll tear that name up. Oh, then I, yeah. Oh, Lakila. Hey, Lakila. Fuller. I know some Fullers. They Ooh, they in Jersey. Conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's always important too. Like I my 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 idea. Like not like now now after I read this in the group that you know we supposed to think about vibes and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I should think about that too. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not about the money. It's just vibes and the energy. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, and that's a good point. Somebody mentioned <laughs> the thing about um, and I loved it too. The comment, the comment they made. They made a, a comment about um, being able to have these conversations with a person, being able to have these uh, um, long night talks, these 
you know, talk about anything, being able to have a conversation with somebody as if you've known them forever. That yeah. kind of thing. You know, having that kind of vibe with a person, that's big too for me. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've normally uh, dated women that are either, um, you know, a lot older than me, or they may be kind of close to my age, but generally, you know, so we have some differences in experiences, but in general, you know, being able to connect on a level where I can still know, you know, what you're, um, uh, what, not what you're thinking, but you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, or have a, have a feeling like, you know, we have the same ideas about certain things. We have the same common sense values about certain things. Uh, you know, that, that's huge. That's really huge. I mean, I've only, I think I've only been with one person who was really, really like me. And I mean, we shared a lot of different ideas and, and, and connections and things like that in terms of our energy, our vibe, our, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that that was like one, one situation that made me feel like, wow, like this is, I feel like I've I've known her for years and and for decades maybe the way I felt you know what I mean just talking to her so that's always a perfect scenario in my mind now when I'm going out like you know post pandemic pre pandemic um, <clears throat> being able to um, uh, you know go somewhere where we can really have a good conversation really get to really you know like like you were saying, Sonny, being able to kind of see where where we are, what we're doing um uh as 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 individuals, but also together, um having that that connection where we're engaged and and we're not, like you said, paying attention to the phones or paying attention to the to 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 the uh um uh you know other people around us and that kind of thing. I love that, you know, being able to really just kind of be in, you know, in our own little bubble basically, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm a traveler. Uh, I'm a foodie. I love food. I love traveling. So I, any anything involving that, I'm with it too. I mean, yeah, my first date is going to be taking her to cross country, <laughs> on a, uh, you know, but uh, maybe the second date though, second date for sure. <laughs> Willie, stay going on vacations. You said what? I said, Willie, you stay going on vacations. I need to get like that. And that's and this is it's just and then on top of that, I think that um the type of conversations that you have, because if it's not like because you know you have those conversations with people, is and eventually it gets to sex and stuff like that, whatever. But like if you can have conversations outside of that, like because I can have conversations about sex and not really be in that mind frame, but like to just have those conversations, like. And it depends on the conversation you have about sex. Because, you know, people say you stay away from the sex conversations. But, like, eventually. Generalize the huh? conversation about sex? No, but eventually, not initially, but eventually you're going to have those conversations. No, I'm so talking about, like, just, like, when you talk about sex, it's usually just general talk, like, this and this and that. Not, not no, because some people get in, in depth with it. Like, I don't think that you should do that at the very beginning. Or if you do, it depends on how you approach the subject. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's all in how you do it. Because um, I had a conversation with somebody that I was getting um um I I was getting to know, and the conversation we had was um just about what was it about? It was like the compatibility. Mm. It was less of the action, but the compatibility and being able to be vocal 
about your wants and needs. Because you know how people talk about the sex, oh, I do this, and you ain't ready for this, and all this stupid shit like that, whatever. But like just talking about genuine compatibility and getting to know that person wants and likes and just um, getting ideal, their perspective on it. Right. That type of conversation, because you can have those conversations and not be like the raunchy conversation, but like what their perspective is and how they look at it relationship wise. Because maybe your ideal may differ from theirs. That type of conversation. I mean, you can have like, and I'm the type of person, I can have conversations about anything. And I think that a lot of people are, um, can be put off by that, but you have to know who you're talking to. Like, you can have that conversation and not be taken in the manner of like, oh, you know, they trying to fuck me. But like, no, it's a mature conversation about like your wants and needs. And, you know, cause I, I had a guy tell me that I was um, getting to know that he never felt desired. Mm, okay. And he was, he was married at a point in time right? for years. I was like, what? He never had a female express her attraction to him. He was always the pursuer. So in his mind, he felt like she never really was attracted to him in that manner. He was definitely attracted to her because he was vocal about it, but she never was like, hey, I want you or anything like that. Anything that ever happened was because he initiated. Okay. Okay. And that was like, what? So he, but, so you never had a female be like, blah, 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 blah. He's no. But you know, it, but that's not uncommon for men. I mean, that's really not. And that's and that's and to me, as a female, that's weird to me because like, and I said that to him. That's weird to me. He was like, "Why?" I said, "Because if I like you in that manner, not let alone like you, but dating you, mm-hmm. there's some attraction there." <clears throat> oh, I I, no, I I get what you're saying. I get like, saying. I'm going to be like, "Hey, <laughs> what you doing later?" Like, right. I'm going to, like, you can, like, I'm off. And that's not, and I said to him, I'm all for, like, my, the way I am is the guy can take control of everything. He could be in a charge and stand in third. I'm also going to take charge at points two, at points two. Right. And if I'm in the mood, yo, what you doing? Like, I'm hitting you up. Like, ain't no, hey, big head, I'm hitting you. <laughs> you know, one of those. Right, right. Like, so you never got one of those. And he like, no. I'm like, that's, and like to him, he felt undesired because he had never gotten that. Whether or not he was lying, I don't know. But the way he, I don't don't think that's uncommon for men. Yeah, but the Um, way he spoke, it felt like he was coming from a hurt place of not knowing whether or not he was desired. Right. No, like like I said, listen to what I'm saying. That's not uncommon for men. That's not. It's not uncommon for men. A lot of times it has either to do with, the women that they're dating or the type of attitudes that that they're creating between them and the women that they're with or that they're around. And a lot of times I think when it comes to the women that they're dating, it may be because he's dating women based on his need to uh, take care of them. Because I've mm-hmm. noticed that the women that I've dated, that I'm more of a giver or I'm trying to help them or I feel like I'm you know basically taking care of them that kind of thing not take care to the point of like you know oh let me come repay all your rent and do all this you know (laughs) 
pay all your bills, you know, that kind of thing. But that's what some men do. Some men, they, they approach a woman with their money. Like, hey, I got this money. I'm, that's I'm, sure, I'm sure some of the ladies that are in the comments right now can vouch for that. There's men that will come at them with like, I got money. I got this great yeah. job. I can take care of you. I can do this. I can do that. And a lot that's of times. That doesn't work. Yeah, well, it it works for some, you know, it works for some people. But the problem is, is that a lot of times those men end up with women who won't show them desire because they technically don't desire the man. They desire the benefits that the man brings. You know, they could be appreciative of it. It may not even be them trying to use the guy, but they're appreciative of the, the benefits. But the problem is, is that that relationship isn't built on intimacy, it isn't built on attraction, it isn't built on, you know, building each other up. It's built on a contract. It's built on, a, you know, this mutual benefit. He, She gets her bills paid, he gets sex, or she gets her this and he gets that. And, and so, no, he's not going to get the feeling of being desired or being you know, attractive. She's not going to be like, that's my, oh, and that's my thing. Oh, like, I can't, so really you're so I'm not, and that's why I said, that's not my, when he said it to me, that's not my experience because for me, if I'm dating you or oh, I'm attracted to you and to, to the utmost and hmm. I'm going to be very, like, I'm that person. I'm going to be vocal. Hey, like, I'll call you what you're doing. Like, let me come, like, listen, <laughs> I need you to come through. <laughs> Like, right. cause I'm like, it's not even about you making sure I'm good. I'm just in a way that I'm listening. Come on over here. I got something. Let me show you something real quick. Right. And that's the thing like where a, a lot of guys are intimidated by a female that knows what they want and be very vocal about it. it some guys like that take charge nature. They don't want a female to step in and instead of third, they just want to be that guy that, oh, I did this to her this and third. It's like, no, we could do something too. Let me show you something real quick. Like this, let me tag me in real quick. I got this. But, and that's why I said, it gives us, like, and that's why when guys approach me, they're so like, oh, I'm going to do this and the third. Like, that's fine and dandy, but I can, I could be tagged in too. Like, I like when a guy takes charge, but at the same time, I could be tagged in and take charge too. And a lot of guys are put off by that because it's like, and this, this is why you get guys that are intimidated by females that are very um, within themselves sexually, that they, you, they know what they want and they can be very vocal about it. And a guy to them, that seems like, oh, well, she's this type of person or she a freak, she just did a third. No, I know exactly what I want. I know how to get there. So I need you to be a part of this. And I'm gonna bring you in and show you what what, what does it for me. And like that. So a lot of guys get intimidated by it because what they used to, they used to them girls that accept whatever they give it to them and it's done. It's like, nah, that don't work for me. Like I had one guy dated and told me, oh, you're supposed to get turned on when you look at me. Who are you talking to? Yeah, right. Like it's like, I mean, I can be, but that, that that's not a definite like, and that's not that's, that like for what works for one person doesn't work for everybody else. But at the same time, you're not gonna tell me that when I look at you, I'm supposed to be like, oh, let me, you know what, let me put my clothes off, I'm ready. Nah, right. it may be sometimes I may be like that, but that ain't gonna be all the time. I might be in the mood that I may look at you one day, you might look at me in a certain way, and I may want to jump on you like like you know, like you was the last piece of chicken in the, in, the, in the wing spot. I don't know, but. That doesn't mean that that's going to be an everyday thing with me, not necessarily mean that that's going to be me all the time. But at the same time, as and this is why we talked about that conversation on we had that we had that conversation um, on our podcast a while back. We did a show on it about how uh, women not it wasn't even about women. I forget what the name of the show was, how like what 
Like it's not it's not a oh yeah, should men always initiate? I I forget what the name of the show was. We had a show about whether men should initiate or females should. And it's like, no, we both should be initiating. It shouldn't always be the guy, it shouldn't always be the female. It should be both of you guys. If you're in that point where you're where you're attracted to somebody, you you should be initiating sex. If it's not them, you should be if you want it, say it. And if you want it, say it. We're not about to sit there and play. I'm waiting on them to say something. Nah, if I want dick, I'm going to say, excuse me, what you doing? We have an appointment at my house. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. I'll be right back. You know what? He's a fucking fool. (laughs) But, like, that's how it should be. It shouldn't be no, let's talk about it, let's think about it, and all this stupid shit. It's like, look, if I want something... I should be able to call you right now. I'm like, hey, it's 11.52. I'm done the podcast at 12 o'clock. I need you to be over here at 12.01. Let's get it done. Like, ain't nobody got time to be like, I want someone. I don't want. And that's another thing. Like, you got to look at, I look out for that too, because it's always like, if the guy wants it, he wants it. But when you want it, he ain't want it. Like, no, nah, I don't got time for that. You got to have somebody to reciprocate and match your energy. Right, right. Like, if I call you at 2 o'clock in the morning and you up, you need to figure this out. Yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> you need to figure this out. <laughs> like, ain't no, I'm going to think about it. I don't know how I feel. Bitch, what is you doing? Because I'm going to come to your house. Listen, I'm ready. I ain't even by the way. Bitch, I come right. to the store. You better, hey, you, better be, you better be naked when you're in the house. I'm just going to go in. Like, what you doing? But, like, it's crazy. Like, to me, that was crazy that he said that he didn't feel like, well, like she I said, wanted I him think, in that I way. And I'm like, why? Fun. Like, this, yeah. he's a fine looking dude. Like, I would look at him. By himself and be like, listen, he one of them dudes that you look at like, <laughs> ain't got the, well, the maybe, or, But maybe, hey, but maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't see desire, the desire, that kind of desire as the the the, the level of inti- intimacy that he would consider. Well, she more. never initiated, and y'all been married for how long? Right. Nah, listen, let me tell you something. I had a dude that the dude that I live with, that motherfucker from the story about the dude that gave me head in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. We live together. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know, he told me the first time we moved in together, he said, listen, we're not going to fuck every day. I'm like, excuse me? Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you tell me that? He's like, because I'm just want you to know it's I'm not going to happen. I'm trying to get mine every day. <laughs> I'm like, no, he was older than me. He was like, we're not going to do that. I'm like, what? I'm like, why you? Listen, this cool. We're not going to fuck. Excuse me? I don't know. I don't know who says that. That sounds crazy. <laughs> we did, though. We did. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Like, that's. He told me that before I move in, I'm going. We gonna do it anyway. I said to him, I said, "Why well, why you said that shit? You wasted your breath. I don't know why you just said that. <laughs> wasted wasted <laughs> the energy, time, and your space for that bullshit. Who the fuck right. you talking to? You know me. You know me before we moved together. <laughs> wasted your time. But like, that's the thing. That's the conversation you should be having in the beginning. If you're gonna be in a relationship, you need to have the conversations because you know what you're walking into. You get those. And that's why I said I never understand. I never understand my friends that get married and they say they don't get none no more. Why? So well, you got get the sign yeah. papers and it's done. But yeah, sexless mar- sexless marriages happen all the time. I mean, I I but like how know. I don't get it because you was getting it popping before. Like various different reasons. I mean, there. I understand. Like, like, like a yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm making a post on the podcast. So one 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 situation that happened with me in my situation was that my um my ex wife was was injured on her job. 
And so she had really really bad back pains, really bad equilibrium situation going on. And then it made it worse was that, you know, it was like she had to be on her feet all day anyway. So like for like, I think it was like eight months or nine months at one point and even almost up to 18 months. So it's like, it just, you, you, you end up, um, right, Jasmine, put that yeah, up. Know, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Now. Let me tell you something now. Dear future and then, husband. And, and then, and then, uh, you know, and then during the situation where you know <laughs> she decided to go somewhere else, it was like I wasn't getting none during that time either. So that you know, you talking, I went another two or three years without anything. So let me tell you something. When he was cheating, I still was getting something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me, like, the girl called me. You can't fuck him because we we boyfriend girlfriend. I said we live together. <laughs> you, you better listen. You better do what I'm doing. Put condoms on. Listen, I ain't got no other dick. I live with this nigga. And who I'm gonna call? I live with this nigga. We share the same bed. We all fucking just put condoms <laughs> on. I am too. I don't know what the fuck you got, but I'm good. But right, let me tell you something. Right. But let yeah, me tell you I mean, something I'm, right I'm, now. Dear future husband. Yeah, exactly. Listen, when I want dick, I'm gonna get it. I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, right. I don't know what. Listen, you better yeah. not tell me no. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going down for charges. Like, I've, never, I've never, I've never not wanted to have sex. Like, it's always been like the female. When, are you ready to have sex? Because I'm always ready. Don't don't ask me no, about ready. I'm don't always ready. Listen, listen, listen don't ask your husband. Like, I'm, I'm always ready. I'm all. Listen, I'm always. Who's your husband? Ready. Always so, ready, except for five days in one month. You said what? I say, future husband, I'm always ready except for five days out of the month. Listen. <laughs> oh no, I'm ready during that time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm super ready. Listen, right. that's that's when you get what? What did my ex boyfriend used to say? That was a time when you you you, you would get a whole lot of oral doing that oral week. That's what that's for. Listen. They have they have, a, they, have they, they have they have they have they have all all kinds of apparatuses to help that anyway. You can still get everything. No, and th- that listen, 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 listen. You ain't never told. Let me. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Listen, listen. If we married, mm-hmm. listen, we could work around that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing called a towel. Put the towel. Future husbands. Future husbands. You you know we could we could talk about the light days, the, the heavy uh, days. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like I said, like I said, get, <laughs> like I said, right. I live with a man already. I know. When I right. say it's exactly. a time like that, there's, a, there's a thing called a towel. You put it down. No, let me tell you something. You I live with somebody and he told me, listen. When first I moved with him, he was like, listen, listen, what? Oh, we got to listen. What what day is it? I was like, what? Because I was like, I was young. I was like early 20s. He was like, what day is it? I was like, what do you mean? I said, that's just so weird. I'm 37 now. I understand. Listen. (laughs) All I got to say is there's a a thing called a flex cup. Look it up. You can do what you want to do. Shower sessions is is another situation. (laughs) Excuse me. God bless you. It's shower situations, and there's it's, it's another hole. Yeah, so so get your you got make, options. So ladies, ladies <laughs> that, that want that still want that want it even those five days out the month, get a flex cup. <laughs> so all I'm saying, just figure it out. But like, yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I don't like that for me. I've never been married, so I don't get it. I would never understand it because, like I said, I live with somebody and told me I couldn't get it every day. But um, <laughs> yeah. Get, get it every day. Get it when you can. We got as much as I wanted it. So, and then I got it on days that I probably didn't want them, but I still got it anyway. And I'm okay with that. Sometimes you got to wake up to it. You know. Uh, what did you say? Thirty four ninety nine. That fourteen ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety five. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I got to see what that is because I never, I never heard of that. Okay, thirty five ninety nine. Clean, comfortable, confident. 
<laughs> what the fuck? You get, you get the idea, Sonny? You get the idea? No, I'm still lost. I'm still lost. It's 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 a menstrual cup. So you put it in, and then no blood comes out. What? Oh, that sounds weird. No, oh, it works. <laughs> Brittany said it. Brit Brittany just stapled it. Hey, B. Yeah, <laughs> said he had a couple. I was I was at. I was today years old when I heard about Flex Cup. <laughs> Why am I telling you about this, Sonny? You should know. <laughs> listen, listen. I got other ways to entry. Listen, I'm an equal opportunist. Ooh, that's, well, that's too. That too. You, you can. I'm you an equal can, opportunist. Listen, this is what other ways. killer, you see me? I'm just like what? Exactly, but there, there's uh, right. There's plenty of different other. That's, other and Jasmine, that's the terrible part that I'm just learning about this from him. <laughs> like, nobody man. told me about this. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, just I'm the old that time. You can go. You can go in the other hole. We good. You already, you already know. You already know Willie Styles. <laughs> listen, I listen. Only I, only I mean, thing I, know, only thing I ever know. Uh, I, what I'm saying is, <laughs> listen. I'm mad that I'm learning from men, but at the same time. Thank y'all, and it, and like I on only I had a, I was an equal opportunist. It was one hole was um, in in distress, the other one was ready to go. <laughs> Guess Keila just found out too, <laughs> right? Keila, we over here just like what? <laughs> Brittany said she got head on the cup. See, you know what is the truth. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I got got to look at that now. Now I feel like cause, <laughs> listen. I got offered some. Let me shut. Let me shut the fuck up. Cause I've got a text message. Don't listen. Jesus. <laughs> now nah, I'm good to go, but I'm just saying if that should happen, I think I, I think I might be ready. <laughs> right. right. I'm, about to, I'm about to research and find. Listen, I'm about, I'm about to get on that. I'm about to get on that. I'm about to get a goddamn what's the name anyway. So I'm going to be good. I probably ain't going to see it period forever. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Like you said, there's other opportunities still. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm equal opportunity, so I'm I'm grown, either way. Grown, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know, like I said, you know. That's why I said. See, that's what happens when you equal opportunity. You got either way. Either mm -hmm. way. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I'm I'm with that too. Right. <laughs> Everybody ain't with it, but I'm I listen, I'm here for it. I signed up for it, signed the documentation. <laughs> I signed the documentation. <laughs> nah, we're playing. <laughs> I'm a little buzzed. I had two cups. This is 12% alcohol what I'm drinking. That's it. See. I should have brought out no, my because you know I ain't, I ain't really eat today. I've been running. I got my two foster cats. Oh, you got some foster cats over there. Okay. Yeah, you know my cat got taken out. She got oh, assassinated. Game, game after Cantagra Negra, the the uh the uh. The oh, I had to shit from I had to shit from last week. I had two cups of it though. I had two full cups. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll do it. So, that'll... and I ain't really eat today because I've been running around and working. So I'm a little buzz. So I got well, part of me. Uh, we'll 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 have a we'll have another interesting conversation next week, I'm sure. And yes. uh, so we, we I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Unless somebody in the comments wants want us to talk about something else, we always open for questions. We're always open for ideas if you want to throw something out there. But definitely check out our group. Um, I got to figure out how to get a better link going, but we do have a Facebook group. That's the where, link. Uh, you can look it up. So look it up by going to. What's the name of the group? Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna share it to the Facebook or to our to our GMT Radio Show Facebook page as well. It's called GMT Radio. I'm, I'm working on right now. I'm working on right now linking the pages together. I just gotta figure out. How I to think do I'm it. about to change the name though. I think I want to change the name to to join the conversation. Oh, okay, that works because it's easier to it's easier to like remember. Yeah, 
and then um, and then that way you can join us for other conversations. There we're, we're posting questions. Other people are posting questions. You can post a question on the page and get everybody's you know opinions. Is is we already have. I think we have almost 100 people on there already. We're going to be adding more people and inviting others. And we're going to have contests. We're going to be doing giveaways. We're going to do giveaways here on the show, giveaways on the on the page. And uh, so definitely be looking out for that. Can I win? Am I eligible to win? Or No, you work here. Oh, so. yeah. I just changed the name. <laughs> I just changed the name to join the conversation. You can win too, Dane. <laughs> no, I work here. So I just changed the name to our group to join the conversation. So go ahead. All right. So make sure you follow that. Join the conversation, and we will definitely be on there. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm a part of a bunch of discussion groups now, so I got to make sure I prioritize my time to our group because uh, I'll be on a bunch of them. Just, just answering. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like people keep adding me to groups. I'm like, can y'all not? I know. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. So many groups. But, you know, our group is going to be the best one. So make sure y'all come stop by. Um, and then, you know, like I said, we're going to be doing some stuff here, you know, giving away G uh, GFT merch. I'm actually working on something a little bit bigger to give away. So be on the lookout for that. I just got to check on a couple things with it. And then I'm going to do an even bigger giveaway. Um, basically, you help us grow GFT Radio. We'll help you go somewhere. All right. So, uh, oh, oh, okay. Willie, but can I, can I be a part of that or no? Actually, I'm the owner of the company. I'm the owner of the company. No, but you know what I was thinking about too? Because uh, I'm, I'm going to say this to you guys for, for the viewers that are still with us right now. I, I, I talked to the guys. I know uh, Willie do the Willie Styles takeover. I'm talking to Clint about doing his interviews. Um, going live as well. Um, and then maybe, maybe I'll do the sex with Sunny live. Okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> if you follow, if you follow my blog, you already know how I do. Live sex with Sunny. So if I do the sex with Sunny series once a week, doggy stuff. Shut up. This is conversations <laughs> about sex because you know that's what I do. Of course, the guys can join me too. But if I do that, and it, so like basically what we're do, uh, what I'm thinking about us doing is doing the podcast together, mm -hmm. and doing our separate things on our on our stream as well. Yeah, so it's like multiple. About is every Wednesday night. Ugh, I try to do it every Wednesday night. I do a gaming with GFT. I I go on Twitch and I stream myself playing video games, and people actually been watching. Mainly Dane, but other people have been watching too. I check and in sometimes when, I'm, when, I'm, when my son's not yelling at me. You're right. And every other Thursday, I do a, uh, I've started to do every other Thursday, uh, my Styles Takeover, where I do music and have some conversations, uh, topics and stuff like that. But mostly, you know, playing some hits, playing some hot tracks. I actually have a, a working playlist for this next one I'm about to do. So it's going to be even better than the last one. The last one was hot, though. The last one was hot. So definitely come check out the Styles Takeover every other Thursday. You'll see me post it on the pages. You'll see me post it on, on my page. 
Um, we're going to do better at doing that before I get go live on that Thursday night. So then that way you guys can join me and enjoy that as well. The the Wednesday night, the every, the every Wednesday night thing, it's going to be every Wednesday, the plan, but I'm not going to announce that. I'm just going to jump on Twitch. Twitch has its own notification system. So you have to subscribe to Twitch to find out when I'm gaming with GFT. So make sure you go to our GFT page and, um, Subscribe to our notifications. Please like and subscribe and to hit the YouTube. notification bell on our YouTube. Please do that. That helps us. That helps the, the channel. That helps grow us. And then we'll eventually be able to do bigger things once we're able to uh, get a larger following. So definitely go to YouTube Live. Um, hit the notification bell if you're already subscribed. If you're not subscribed, definitely subscribe. And then that way we can do some bigger and better things. The giveaway that we're talking about doing uh, right now is we definitely going to be doing some merchandise giveaways, t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then our, our, our merchandise is on, on our Teespring. That's what it's going to be. Whatever we have in stock that particular time, we're going to be giving a, doing giveaways with. Right. Teespring.com slash store slash GFT radio. Go buy some stuff and then we can definitely give away more stuff. But yeah. I'm also going to be working on a bigger giveaway that I'm not going to discuss what it is exactly, but what it's going to involve is helping us grow our channels. We have a group page now. We have our GFT uh, live on Facebook, on YouTube. We need numbers. And so if you help yeah, us grow the why, channel. That's, that's why gonna, I think it's going to be dope if we start doing like when we do our join stuff, but in our separate stuff, because we're building that audience like for those who like to see clint do interviews that's definitely going to be a dope thing yes we're still going to do interviews on the podcast but like when clint meets people that he want to interview immediately that's something he can do willie does the south takeover and the game things those are things that we could be doing um as well and then for y'all that know me from my from my blog y'all know i do the sex with sunny so why not and if i could do it on freaky friday why not exactly no right. doubt no doubt why not? We can discuss sex for like, and I don't want to do shows. So for me personally, I'm not going to do shows for an hour. I'm probably going to do them for a half an hour and be done. So we're yeah. going to have this real conversation. Unless it goes on, if it goes on longer, yeah, we can do that. But yeah. initially it's going to start off as a half hour, a little spot real quick. We're going to have this conversation about whatever yeah, I'm, I'm thinking sure about. The interviews that Smooth is going to do are going to be short, short form. Um, yeah. Annual Styles is usually two hours, maybe a little yeah. longer. Uh, Styles Radio so Takeover is usually about an hour to an hour and a half. So yeah, so we're trying to we're trying to get more content out for yeah. you guys to be able to like dip and dab in and check out. And then, like I said, like like Willie said, we need y'all to subscribe, especially to our YouTube channel. We 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 live on YouTube all the time. We have subscribers there, but we need more, especially if we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be doing stuff like uh um customizing our stuff. Right. customizing comes with subscribers and likes and comments and shares. So when you do those things and people come and like and subscribe to our, our stuff, we're able to customize it to our, to our best ability. That way you're easy, we're easy to find. And it's, it's a link like directly to us. It's not the link, the long ass link. <laughs> right. Exactly. So exactly. that, that benefits you guys. And like I said, that, that helps us to make everything better for you guys. So we're looking into those changes. If not this month, next month, 20, 2021 is going to be a whole new year for GST yes. Radio, and we want you guys to be a part of that. Indeed, indeed. All right. So I think we, that was a that was a mouthful. I think it's yes. uh, it's time to call it a night. Uh, yes. All right. So of course you can 
Follow your girl at I am Sunny underscore D, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and tickety tickety top. And I believe also Twitch. Um, catch me on my blog, unreservedlyme.com. Why? Because it's unreservedly me. You get me here, you already know what it is there. All right. Okay. I'll be oh, right there. Go ahead. No. This <laughs> <No. laughs> is a fool. Go ahead, go Dave. Ahead, give, me, give me info. Uh, you can catch me at uh, Instagram. Um, what is it? Another level up. You can catch me on Facebook at Agent. Well, this is Shin Low. Um, and you can follow me on Twitch at Shin Low21. Right, no doubt, no doubt. All right, now it's your boy Willie Styles in the building. I'm on IG, Twitter, and TikTok uh, as Willie Styles. I'm Willie.Styles on Snapchat, Willie Styles94 on Twitch. When I'm on Twitch, though, doing a game with GFT, it's on the GFT uh, Twitch channel. So definitely check me out there. Uh, StylesRadio.com for all my hot tracks, things I'm listening to, what I'm listening to this week, what I'm listening to all year long. Um, as well as a couple of playlists I have over there. And then williestyles.info for all my links. That is now my new full page. My new full page has been moved over. It is now williestyles.info, and you can get to it from there. Uh, it's also the link in my bio on IG. So definitely click on that link and then get at me. All right. All right. So it's been a great night as usual. Definitely, as always, what did Clint say? See you in seven. All right. Holla. Hey guys, it's your girl Sunny D, one third of the podcast GFT Radio Show. What up, though? It's your boy Willie Styles from the GFT Radio Show. Just letting you know you can catch us every Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. And to get some merch, I got some on right now. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT Radio. Talk Radio, join the conversation. Let's have some fun. Holla.